Hey, what's going on, everybody? Todd here. Joined by Dorky Ray. Hi. And Thurballin of Thurballin Gaming. Hello, everyone. Let me kill music because that's the thing uh, needs to be done. So on t- on this, I guess very special episode. It's, it's not really very special episode because then we'd be talking about like actual issues, like they did in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, tonight's very special episode of Blossom. Yeah. Was that the one where uh, uh, the kid with the gun or whatever? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. She rats out the kid with the gun, and then the kid ends up uh, ending his life or something like that. Uh, after she, after he made threats to her and shit, it's weird. There, yeah. you, legit episode of Blossom. I don't even know what Blossom is, but it, Mayim Bialik. Show. Before the Bang Theory, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Hold on. There we go. Awesome. I was wondering why things were running like shit. And I'm like, oh, that's right, because I never got rid of the other, the other thing. Welp. Welp, that fucking happened. Doing it live. Well. Oh, are we? (laughs) (laughs) I, I love when I say we're doing it live and you instantly assume we're actually broadcasting. Well, I mean, considering the, considering the last thing that you like ran was Nashville by night which is live yeah which is live live. and (laughs) you just hit a button and you're like oh well i just did the thing that i usually do for nashville well i mean let's face it there's really no difference between doing it live and doing it like this because there's no real editing process involved so i mean that's true but except for nashville by night which which i still haven't uh gone through and and cut out the break and, and made sure everything's good. Well, like um, I said, there's no difference between doing it like this and doing yeah, it Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, the the difference would be is if we had, like, an episode where we did do it live, but we, like, let audience members... Oh, no, uh, we're not... We're that's not, a terrible we, idea. That's we, a terrible I, know. We, I know. I'm not saying that we should. I'm just saying that would be... Right. 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 Difference. What? Right. No. No, no, no. Okay, I know, I agree. Um, before we continue, though, let's get business out of the way. And by that, I'm talking about uh, our sponsors. Sideshow Collectibles. Um, they have some really cool statues and prints, specifically of uh, uh, multiple different fandoms, but, I mean, they they do kind of cater a little bit to uh, to Marvel, uh, a little bit. So there's. What does so, that have to do with anything, Todd? I. <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, Sideshow Collectibles is amazing. You guys should check them out if you're looking for stuff to adorn a shelf that isn't filled with pop figures. Um. <laughs> You can you can check them out, pick up some really good high end statues, figures, or if you want to put up some prints, you can do that as well. 
um, Sideshow Collectibles. Link in the description or the show notes. Um, you vape, I vape. I mean, I'm not saying you vape. I'm, I'm asking, do you vape? I vape. If you do, and you're looking for some good prices on some great product, you can check out Breezy. You can check out Valiant Vape. Two great companies that have uh, that have sponsored us, and, and you should check them out. Their links are in the show notes. Are you are you a fan of of goth uh, goth clothing? Burlesque clothing, steampunk clothing. Well, the Violet Vixen may be the place for you, and you can shop for them on their website. Link in the description. Really great prices for what they offer. I mean, if you're looking for spiral bound steel bone corsets, I mean, you can't beat their fucking prices. There's Loot Crate. You like mystery boxes? Mystery boxes are cool. Loot Crate. Link. You, 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 that's, this is Loot Crate. That Loot where? Well, yeah. Same same difference. Same difference. Yeah. Same uh, website. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I know there's one I'm forgetting because I, I know I'm not really forgetting them. That's not. <laughs> I know. And I'm saving that one. But is there any other ones that we need, we have? Oh, fanatical, fanatical. Oh. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, I play a lot of PC games. Bowen plays a lot of PC games. Oh. Uh, they're in the show notes, so there is a list. I just never have it pulled up when I'm actually right. doing this. Um, but <laughs> fanatical. The professional and professional does it from memory. Yeah, I try. Right. Fair point. I mean, it was easier when I was doing fucking four shows a week, so. <laughs> yeah. Repetition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toddy podcast up in this bitch. Um, yeah. But no, seriously. Podcast. Huh? <laughs> I'm not the only one who's thinking it, thank you. Toddcast. God damn it. <laughs> um, but no, so. Fanatical, you, you're looking for good prices on PC games. On uh, you want some some cool mystery bundles? Check out Fanatical. Their link, our well, our link for them is in the description or in the show notes. Uh, I know they were running uh, a, a game I'm looking forward to quite a bit: Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which announced a new clan, by the way. Um, the second clan. I mean, they've announced that you play as a Thin Blood, and then there's. The Bruja have been announced, and now the Tremere have been announced. Uh, we have three more clans being announced for the base game, which is going to be cool, but whatever. Uh, they were running the Blood Moon edition uh, for 10% off. It's cheaper than if you bought it from Paradox. It is cheaper than if you bought it on Steam. It is cheaper than if you bought it on the Epic Store. It is cheaper than if you bought it on Humble. Check out Fanatical. They are terrific. Last, but certainly not least, Gary Poppins Small Batch Gourmet Popcorn. It's Gary Poppins, y'all. It's Gary Poppins, (laughs) y'all. Now, two weeks ago, 
I can. It's been two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago. I really wish I had some delicious Gary Poppins with me. But the movie theater I went to does not serve it. I was upset. Super My movie upset. Theater doesn't have it either. We need to go and say, hey, Mr. Movie Theater Man, get some Gary Poppins in here and use our affiliate link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I will talk up your theater. I don't even care if I've never been there. Yeah. No, but seriously, but no, like Marcus Theater. If you want to hit me up, just saying. To, I go to, to Marcus Theater all the time. To, like, to be a hundred percent serious though, like I would have loved to have some Gary Poppins popcorn mm-hmm. um, while I while I saw a phenomenal film. A phenomenal film. All three of us have now seen. An epic film in the truest sense of that word a phenomenal epic film that we'll be discussing tonight at length spoilers no other topics just this yes 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 there will be spoilers oh the spoilers if you haven't seen it stop it now stop this now if you give a shit yeah if you yeah. if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame. Actually, come say if you haven't seen it, we found the one. <laughs> no, I know a few people that haven't seen it. Well, yet. no, yeah, no, my coworkers, none of my coworkers have seen it. And yeah, it's killing me. I'm and just saying, we like, are going to see it because it's three hours. Just like, we're not even, you? But these same people watch Lord of the Rings. Beyond that, though, I'd like to say this. It is less than two weeks in, and he is already the top grossing movie of all time, adjusted for inflation. It is shattering every record that exists. Well, well, uh, I mean, it, it's a thing. It happened. Uh, but yeah, it's. Um, it's a really, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, we, we obviously all saw Avengers Endgame. When did you see it, right? Ray had to mute themselves (laughs) for, for those listening. Uh, Ray. Mom is giving Ray shit. (laughs) Uh, Ray saw the film uh, a couple nights ago. I'm actually the last of us to see it. Which I thought was surprising. And the fact that yes. I've seen it twice is, like, amazing. <laughs> is Tiny Podcast going to have to go and post some bail? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it's done. Oh, God. Well, I'm sorry. Um, last night is when I saw it. Yes. Ray saw it last night. Ballin saw it today. It is super fresh in Ballin's mind. Oh, yeah. Um, now, without... with Prior to you guys seeing it, I had, I had said, without getting into spoilers, there will be a lot to unpack after <laughs> the film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like coming back from a week's vacation level of unpacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's uh, like moving back home after college, unpacking. Oh. And I'm just going to say this. I have choked up during films in the theater before. I have gotten close. This is the first time I've ever actually cried at a movie. I can't say that. I can't say that. Well, I can, and I just did. I'm just saying that gives you an idea of the emotional impact of this film. uh, So with this movie here, (laughs) I can count on one hand, the first time I saw it anyway, I can count on one hand the amount of times I did not cry during a scene during scenes i can count five scenes i did not cry during the first time i watched it i am an emotional fucking mess and i realized this the second time it was better but i still cried a lot so uh, i thought i was gonna make it through no 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 and then Peter's reaction to Tony at the end, when Tony, after he used the snap, mm. that's what got me. That's what finally broke through the barrier, and then Pepper just devastated. Uh, what? I mean, we're jumping way ahead on this. Like, let's I know. let's um, let's let's rewind this a bit, and we'll go back to uh, we'll start at the beginning because it starts with a fucking yeah. gut punch. Yes, it does. Um, so it's beautifully orchestrated one at that. So I'm sitting. Apparently, that scene was supposed to be uh, was originally in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, the scene was originally going to be right after uh, Thanos snaps uh, before he goes. Before you see him in the um, basically in the Soul Stone, so to speak. It honestly would have made an excellent mid credit scene. It would have, yes, but they started it as an. They started the. They they gave you this hard open mm-hmm. of Hawkeye on his farm on house arrest, teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow, <clears throat> having kids who have horrible ideas about food. Uh, yeah, were you talking about the ketchup on a hot dog? Oh yes, and mayonnaise on the hot dog too. Let's face it, that. Mayo on hot dogs. First off, if if for anybody listening, if you have if you do mayo on hot dogs, I mean I when I worked in a gas station, I would see people do this all the time. That and I know Ray has mayo on hot dogs. That's all I'm saying. And <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> it's only beets and mayo on on hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I would see people put mayo on hot dogs. Bray. Bray. Do I have to give you a disappointing dad face like I do the people at work? I prefer sriracha mustard, but that's just me. Um, I like using stone ground mustard. Stone ground is fucking great. Fair. That is that is fair. But we are getting so far. Yeah, off we are we are getting off yeah. of topic. Uh so I'm sitting there in the theater. The scene starts the movie starts, and the second the movie starts, I'm sitting there in the theater going, Oh no. 
Oh, no. Yeah. No. <clears throat> no. No. And then you see Hawkeye show, teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No. And then there's a little comedy moment about, like, who puts mayo on a hot dog? And I'm like, yeah. Right? Who the fuck does that? Weirdos. That's why. And then from there they all turn to dust and fucking Niagara falls out of me, man. Like I just, I just lost it right there at the beginning. I'm starting to tear up talking about this. Fair enough. It was, it was a fucking gut punch right at the start. And right after, right after that, then you get the little Marvel crawl, uh, title thing. And I'm sitting there going, well played Russo's. You're making me feel feelings. Well played. Um, but I was just like, it set the tone. It really did. Um, Ken. Okay, we're good. All right, awesome. <laughs> Except I just slammed the money into my desk. <laughs> oh. It's all right. Um. So oh, if I wasn't crying about Hawkeye, I'm crying now. Fair. <laughs> so you've both seen the movie. Mm-hmm. I I don't like the fact that Carol Danvers was a plot device. I feel that. Yeah. But at the same time, she was like, she was used she, as essentially for two big moments. That's it. Yes. Yeah. She wasn't a plot device, she was a weapon. No, she was the means to get Tony back to Earth. Oh, yeah. And also Which, uh, to... About that so, yeah. so so, she was literally Deus Ex Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Twice in the movie. Yeah. Danvers Ex Marvel. But, so, <clears throat> here's, here's a, a comment I want to make, though. And I yeah. made a similar comment. Uh, it, it actually dovetails into a comment I made when we were talking about Captain Marvel. Yeah. So... The way she's basically introduced to the heroes of Earth, uh, coming back, basically, is she is uh, you know, a red, blue, and gold-clad figure bringing a craft down to the ground that cannot fly under its own power anymore, which is exactly how Superman was introduced in the modern age, and pretty much a costume with his colors. They are not... I always thought they were going to be making her into their Wonder Woman. They made her into their Superman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, and which is why actually uh, having her pretty much showing up at the end, I, I do have to say uh, I wish that there had been more of her. But having her showing yeah. up at the end is pretty much shades of Superman versus Dark Side. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, but especially when she no sold that headbutt. Okay, that that was <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. Was <laughs> to be to be fair. And I, I think I said this to you, Storms, because Storms had saw the movie before. I mean, obviously, he saw the movie before you guys. Um, but Lucky theater working. Yeah. Well, he saw the movie before me, too. It's like, whatever. Lucky, Lucky and theater working do not belong in the same sentence. <laughs> That's fair. And <laughs> I remember him sending the message to everybody saying, like, hey, when you guys see this, message me. We need to talk. Yeah, yeah. at me. Yeah, at me because yeah. we need to talk. And one of the one of the things was like it had to deal with um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I at one point I'm like that headbutt though. I mean, that is yeah. basically every argument I've ever had with an ex, where it's just like, and I'm not saying like I headbutt them because that's horrible, but I'm just saying. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's just like, all right, well, we're going to do this. No, we're not. And it's just like completely no sells it. I'm like, because that is exactly what happens. It's just like she gave that look of like, no, bitch, That's we ain't. No, nope, yeah. yeah. no, we're doing yeah. what I want. And I'm like, mm, no. That was a world of cardboard moment. Oh, God. Which is why I say they are, you know, def- yeah. definitely making her out to be their Superman. The, the, oh yeah. The problem is, I mean, they. Oh, she's you know she's off world, right? So she's dealing with a bunch of other threats and stuff like that. I get that. She's dealing yeah. with other. She's helping restabilize other areas, which I get. I, I get yeah. that. Like that's why we're not going to yeah. really showcase her in the film. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, she she comes in at the most opportune moments, right? Yeah. Other than that, like, I mean, I I feel personally that they she's way too overpowered of a character. And like Superman, yeah. who is also way too overpowered of a character. Mm-hmm. They really didn't know what to do with her beyond yeah. using her as a major. It's I I don't perfectly yeah. I just I mean and I that's personally my problem with it. I mean, I mean that's 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 fair. It's I mean I never liked Superman, but I love Carol Danvers. So when given the right writers, Superman can be good. I'll give you that. It, it's. I mean, it, it's very I just have much a bias against him. So it, it's very yeah. much the we brought her in, like we we gave her her own movie, you know. Yeah. To introduce the character, and then at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, we go and say, "Oh, hey, look how overpowered she is. We have to take her out of the universe until she's needed." And then she comes back. You know, they bring her back for for Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And what what's next for for Carol? Like what? Like we've seen what she can do. Mm-hmm. What kind of threat can you put her up against at this point? The only thing you can really do is bring her in for like a galactic level threat. And I'm not saying Galactus. I'm talking Beyonders. I'm talking Annihilus. Uh, I'm talking you know like that's the shit I'm talking about. Because, I mean, you can't have her, you know, what's she going to do? Fight Super Scroll? Like, that's a no fucking contest. My theory is that Captain Marvel 2 is going to see her reduced in power. They have to. They really have to. Mm -hmm. I think basically what you're going to see is you're going to realize the Avengers Endgame is is actually the midpoint of her her trilogy. Captain Marvel introduces her and gives you an idea of her power. Endgame shows you just how powerful she is when she cuts loose. I mean, her ripping through that ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, and then Captain Marvel 2 is going to be her being brought down to near superhuman levels. I mean, it's just, I, they have to do something. Like, the, the character's got to com- be completely retuned. 
I mean, they they leveled her to a certain point just specifically for Endgame, basically. I mean that she didn't she tear through a ship as well in Captain Marvel? Yep. Yeah, it's actually her go-to move is to just fly through ships. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I mean, who the hell does that? I mean, really, Carol Danvers. Um, but yeah, so you know, from from there, from the uh, from the the Hawkeye mm-hmm. scene, we get the the Marvel opening. Did you have anything to add about the Hawkeye scene, Ray? Now that now you can actually speak. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I said before, I prefer ketchup on my hot dogs. Um, You're wrong. What? It's the only thing, I, the only thing yeah. I eat on my hot dogs, so. Oh, we still love you. To, to be fair, I don't Sriracha really like hot dogs. mustard and sauerkraut. I, I, I don't Ooh. really like hot dogs in the first place. I hate That's... sauerkraut. I hate mustard. What? <laughs> <laughs> I do not like sauerkraut and I do not like mustard. With a burning passion of dislike. Um, something, 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 your generation, something, something. (laughs) No, it's just my personal taste buds. No, okay. As a kid, here's what I had on my hot dogs, okay? You'd get the hot dog, sauerkraut, mustard, and mashed potatoes, all in one. (laughs) And it was much better than ketchup could be. You know, uh, for so so, I really don't like mustard. I have never liked mustard on anything. Ray fact: Ray strongly dislikes mustard. <laughs> yes, very. The strongly. only thing I really like it on is you know hot dog like sausages. Honestly, and the, the, the only for for me the only purpose of mustard is to be mixed into egg salad or deviled egg eggs. salad. And eggs. I hate hard-boiled eggs in general. Well, there you go. Ball, in fact. <laughs> yeah. They smell like death and feet. Um, fair. Fair. But no, um, during during the Hawkeye scene... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I cried. Um, but I was, I was very much... I was like, oh, it's my boy! Because you guys know how much I love Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, Hawkeye's... Um, I mean, I, I'm happy he's getting a um, a Disney Plus series. Yeah. Though, I do... A part of me does expect him to be wearing sweatpants, like, most of the time. I want him you know, to... Yes. I want Hawkeye. Yes. That's what I want. <laughs> I want a Hawkeye series. We're getting WandaVision. We're getting... Uh, uh, Falcon and Bucky. Yes. Uh, apparently, we're getting Power Pack, and which is something voluntary. Power kids, literally preteens, four of them, who get powers oh. from an alien horse person. Uh, also, uh, why does this feel like Animorphs? No, it's a race, basically, of just horse people. One of them gives them powers. They don't change into animals or, any, or into anything okay. else. They just have powers. And uh, what is it? Another one is uh, Kamala Khan. I did not know that. Live action? Uh, from my understanding, that's what they're looking looking to do. 
It's probably it's, it's not going to like the Kamala Khan and the Power Pack is probably not going to be a launch title. Obviously, they have a lot on the docket to begin with, uh, but it is something that they they've decided that would be better on as a series than as part of a yeah. film because otherwise they were going to introduce Kamala Khan into um, the. Uh, um, Captain Marvel movies. Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, anytime you're looking at child actors, you have to go series rather than film. You're only going to get one film. True. They yeah, age too damn quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, you'll have to explain why they're four years older in this movie than they were in the last one. There, yeah. was, a, there was a five-year time jump. Uh- <laughs> Fun fact, that five-year time jump was actually inspired by the What If comics. Which is also getting its own series on yes, Disney and Plus. I'm very looking forward to that. What if is absolutely one of my favorites? I love alternate timelines and alternate history. So, well, and you loved Endgame. Yes. Yeah. So good. Um, it was so good. So, anything else about the Hawkeye thing besides you um, cried and you like ketchup on your hot? You like ketchup on hot dogs? Yeah. Um. Can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. So I we'll... mean, I have to admit, I wasn't really. It didn't really hit me that hard with Hawkeye because I absolutely expected his family to be dusted. Okay, so here's okay, the thing: I I expected it as well. It's just that, like them <clears throat> showing like it happening, like as I said, I sat there in that theater and they opened. I did. They didn't show a fucking character, and I just saw that farm, and I'm like, oh no. Like, I knew where this was going. I I think for me, it was because it was so early in the film, I had a resistance built up. I'm like, okay, my oh. shields are up there at full strength. Fair. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, down this is part of what's wearing me down. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we're in space. You know, <laughs> we're in space with uh, Tony and Nebula, who, by the way, I, I thought that was great. Yeah, that was adorable. Her taking yeah. care of him and oh, uh, them them playing uh, paper football. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. And her winning, him shaking her hand, yeah. and she's just like, like confused by this concept. Yeah. yeah. Did you have fun? You? Yes. <laughs> she's so intense, and it's wonderful yeah. for her. Yeah. Oh, she really. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Neb- Nebula is Nebula's been one of my like in the MCU's been one of my favorite characters. Yes. Um, okay. Karen Gillan. Um, oh, I love Karen Gillian. She does. She's an amazing actress to begin with. Mm-hmm. But then you you focus that in <laughs> with her work as Nebula, and I mean you're just yes. like holy shit. Um. You know, Tony does his little thing. He sends out his message. He's, oh, well, you know, uh, we had to repair the ship. And, you know, the the power cells are gone. So now we're basically floating in space. And the air is running out. Like, we got, like, a day's worth of air left. Uh, So that one, like, it kind of had me, like, the stuff that he was saying. Yeah. Kind of had me going like this, mm-hmm. like you know my not like actually crying, but like the yeah, 
I don't I don't know how to mm-hmm. describe no, it. I, what I, I do with my hands. Sure. Um, not really, but like I You guys have never like actually seen me watch a movie that I get into emotionally. No. So I have like this process like where I start out sitting and then something happens and I go like this and then I go like this. I've seen that. And then I go like this and then I start bawling. (laughs) Um, It doesn't, so, and it kind of depends on the theater too. Cause like the the theater that I go to has the recliner seats. And so they, they are so wonderful, but they kind of give me a little bit more range on my movement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so like, it's a whole lot easier to curl up or, you know, Mm-hmm. do my thing um so but no so hawkeye had me like a few tears came out mm-hmm. tony had me going like this but i didn't actually cry because i knew he was going to make it yeah there, there's no way they're gonna kill tony off of the yeah i so that scene i cried because like it was weird because i that one i cried because of like these two have formed a bond yeah. like Nebula and Tony have now formed a bond. Like they're yeah. pack mates yeah. now. Like just this. Yeah. That's that's totally fair. And yeah, so I mean, there was that. And then, of course, like him laying on the floor, and then her bring putting him in the chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, that one, that one got me. That yeah. one got my heart. That's <laughs> and that's another thing that I end up doing. Is I'll end up doing yeah. this. And then Tony's getting blinded by the light of Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Um, who takes the whole ship down to fucking Earth. Meanwhile, everybody's just, like, in the Avengers compound, like, fuck, what are we gonna do? Like, <laughs> Right. And uh, then they meet up with her. They meet up with them, whatnot. Um, Tony is like so super dehydrated and starved. Emaciated. Oh yeah, that was some good CGI. That was some really good CGI. Yeah. Not the best use of CGI. That came really, really close to the end. Mm. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Playing, yeah, like, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Which we will talk about much later. Yes. As we get there. But then they go to uh, Carol's just like, oh, like there was the, like the whole like the group meets Carol thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just kind of weird. Um, because. Well, mostly because the end, the uh, credit scene in yeah. Captain Marvel was written out. It didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. It was just. Yeah. That is. That weird. was kind but. of that, that kind of bothered me a lot. They effectively reframed it for Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't particularly care for that because I liked the end credit the post credit scene of Captain oh, yeah. Marvel. I I wanted to see that get expounded upon, but well, different writing teams, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 But then they, you know, so then it's just like what is it? You had Thor sitting there ready to ready to drop his mixtape. Um, which I 
that little him with the hoodie on and him just kind of lean down and shit. I'm just like he's dropping a fucking mixtape. It looks like <laughs> every street rapper that's trying to push his fucking ten dollars CD on you. What's your name, yeah. man? What's your name? Ten. That'll be ten bucks. And you're like, I didn't fucking ask you to sign a CD to me. It's it's yours. It's ten bucks though, man. Shit. God damn it, Thor. Fucking panhandling in New York City. God damn it. Um, well, he looked like he was later on. Well. <laughs> but then we had, uh, you know, we had that little moment where, like, it was that stare down between um, Thor and... Oh, I love that. And Carol. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't flinch. She doesn't flinch. Uh. She just kind of narrows her eyes a little bit more at him, and I'm like... Yeah, I like this one. I expect you know, another! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's just like, oh, I'm gonna go kill Thanos. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's that yeah. simple. Like, um, yeah. yeah. I got it penciled in for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my three o'clock. Um, so they end up finding out where, where he is, you know, and they... I mean, they do the whole thing. They go, they go into space. There's that one, that one line like, "Hey, have any, <laughs> have any of you guys uh, never been in space before?" And like a couple of them hold up their head. Don't puke on my ship. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like, Rocket, as always, is delightful in this entire. Film. Yes. Yeah. I oh, love. I thought that was great. I really did. Um, yep. The little trash panda was wonderful. Yeah. And I mean, they, and they take they. You know, they kill Thanos. So and they execute it wonderfully. Like I sat there and I'm like, "Well, that was a short three hours." <laughs> oh no, Thanos was the thought that went through my head. That was the thought that went through my head. Was that was a short three hours? I, you know what? For me, like I was just like, in my head, the second he got beheaded. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, when when he um, when he gets his arm cut off, like I, even, yeah, yeah, that that's when I thought that was a short three hours. Was when he got yeah. the arm cut off. Yeah, when but even before that, like uh, good luck snapping shit at that point. We you know when we see Thanos like in the garden, you know, and he's just and you could see like he's in pain. Mm-hmm. And he's just yeah. like kind of limping, and like he can't use that one arm. Like that arm is done. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh no, this no. It's never going to be this easy. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then they come in. Nobody ever got to have a world's mightiest heroes from beating up a kindergarten class. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Thor Thor cuts off fucking. Thanos' arm, basically, his yeah. fucking, his gauntlet hand. And then it's like, oh, hey, the stones are gone. Like, well, ain't that something? It's just like, I've reduced, yeah. I've reduced them down at, uh, to, at the, atoms. to atoms. Now, then- it's funny because, and, and, you know, you guys have seen this now, and obviously we're talking spoilers and shit. Yeah. The Russos have said that the stones, like... Yeah, he reduced them down to atoms, but that doesn't mean that the stones were destroyed. Yeah, right. you can't destroy them, you can just shift their form. Yeah, so I'm like, alright, alright. 
we're 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 this is interesting. And then, At least they didn't give Captain Marvel the ability to form new stones from the atoms and stuff. Yeah. Oh God. That would have been a short three hours. Two facts. Yeah. But yeah, then they, you know, then Thor to Cap. You know, we have this very like powerful moment between Thanos and Nebula, where he's just mm-hmm. like, "Maybe I was too harsh on you," you know, like that kind of stuff. And I'm like, "Damn." Hit me and with the then, fucking feels, and then boom, your head's gone. I'm like, yep, shit. Thor takes Thor took Thanos' advice. Yeah, one for the head. One yep. for the head. Yep. Yeah. He even said that too. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I was like, I'm like, oh, okay, this. He's gonna be fucked up from doing that. Like he's gonna yep. be fucked up from doing that. Because I mean, the main reason why he did that was because he felt like he failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, he didn't feel like he failed. He failed because Odin was dead, Frigga was dead, he was the king of Asgard, and Asgard fell on his watch. Yeah. And he thought that killing Thanos was going to help him redeem himself and restore Asgard, and there was nothing he could do. Thanos had already won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for a, a Norse god, especially a Norse god, oh, yeah. winning the battle but still losing the war, mm-hmm. a yeah. So he had no idea what the next move was. Yeah. He was completely out of his element from, you know, millennia of life. He had never experienced anything like that. So, of course, he went a little off the reservation. Yeah. That's fair. Then we have our five-year time jump. Mm. Uh, I mean, one of the most pertinent things was the uh, the meeting. The uh, the survivors meeting, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Oh. With interesting fact, one of the uh, people at the survivors meeting was played by a man named Jim Starlin, who created Starlin. Thanos. Bingo, the creator of Thanos in the Iron oh. Man. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And then the other guy was um <laughs> was uh was it was that Anthony Russo? I think so. But still, it, it's I, one I of the Russo brothers. Tribute. Yeah, no, I thought it that was, was terrific. The first of many tributes. Oh yeah, throughout the film. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie was very much like everything we wanted as comic book fans. It was a love letter to Marvel Comics. Yeah, it was a love letter to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to be talking more about those love letter to the MCU aspects as we go through, yes. because there were tons of them. Yeah. So I mean, we get that. Then we get back to the whole like Avengers compound, and you know, you have the amazingly overworked Black Widow. Yeah. Oh no, shit. Oh wow, yeah. Um, and we get a hint at something coming. Which I thought was fucking terrific, especially by who had the who, who like shut that shit down real quick. Um, well, what about these earthquakes in um yeah. in the in the oceans? Yeah, they're earthquakes. Don't worry about them. <laughs> like, just I mean, uh, yeah, spe- you know, it's oh, we've got some undersea earthquakes in you know the Atlantic. Where no, 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 what kind of does not concern itself with that? Yeah, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. Yeah, 
Nope. Wakanda may have caused that, but... Yeah, because... <laughs> and it's, I mean, that obviously is just like a little nod to uh, to Namor, you know? Yeah, Ray, Ray has this look of not understanding. In the comics, there was a humongous war between Atlantis and Wakanda. Where Namor oh, was trying oh. to kill the Black Panther. Yeah, and oh. Namor and Namor floods Wakanda and says, "Hope you enjoy being a king of a dead city." Like it is, it like he becomes like a real asshole. So that might have been a reference, yes, to Namor and Wakanda striking against him. Yeah. Okay. And I hope it was because that would be interesting as hell. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. So. In I, yeah, I think it was that scene like where they were showing like all the, no, that was that was back when um, it had, when the snappages first happened before they went and killed Thanos, and they were showing like the different people that were missing, yeah, or whatever. And Shuri was on there, and yeah. that just devastated me. Fun fact: they thought Ant Man like, was no Shuri. Fun fact, they thought Ant-Man had been snappage, so he was on yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the picture they used for him was Paul Rudd's IMDB profile photo. <laughs> That's just hilarious. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, so it's... You know, we we get to this, you know, this five year later, later thing. You know, uh, overworked Black Widow, uh-huh. um, having herself a peanut butter sandwich while having a hollow conference. While having a hollow conference, good old Steve Rogers shows up and says, "I don't want to make you more miserable, so I'm not going to cook for you." You're yeah. right. And I'm like, "Oh, you son of a bitch! That was that was great. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mister Rogers." Um, Captain Rogers, rather. Uh, but yeah, and then then we have the whole Ant Man. Like the Ant Man sequence was weird, um, because like it, basically the hero of the MCU is a fucking rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the hero of the MCU is whoever decided the exterminators weren't worth uh, calling in to take care of things. With. Yeah. You're not Roger's use of the storage place basically decided to do things on the cheap. Yeah, you're not wrong. Though it could also be whoever had the vehicle towed there. Yeah, yeah, because. Yep. I mean, that was just. The, 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 the guy has supposed is on the list of vanished, and yet we're still going to go put his stuff in the, his, his yeah. van in, his, in the storage unit because that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, it's it's a block of it's just slightly awkward. Um, Scott Lang seeing his name on the wall of the vanished. Mm-hmm. I teared up, but but not his family. But not his family, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. and then he, mean, him meeting uh, teenage Cassie Lang, and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. I mean, honestly. His reaction was perfect for a man of his stature. Well, uh, I mean, 
<laughs> I would have made that pun more for Cassie Lang than Scott, but yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, she becomes a size-changing hero named Stature in the Marvel Comics. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, full of little nods to comics and everything like that, and yeah. Yeah. She's about the right age for it now. Yeah, and then I mean, then gosh, he, yeah, no. And he says, "Yo, you got so big." Yeah. She doesn't shrink; she only grows. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, and so. I mean, then apparently he goes on a cross-country trip. He leaves his yeah. daughter behind. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he does this cross-country trip and. Shows up at the Avengers compound, and there's and then there's like the trailer moment of like, is that an old recording? It's like, no, that's the front yeah. gate. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah. And then he comes in and he's just like, anybody eating that sandwich? <laughs> Start. <Yeah. laughs> Which Much I like Tony, he revolves around food. Yeah. Yeah. Orange slices, sandwiches. Yep. Um. And he's just like, oh, well, you know, we could just do a time heist. Like, yeah. Which. Oh, gosh. Him and um, Brody with the freaking all the different movie references. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, yo, it's a movie. It's not real. And I'm like, wait, this is a movie. What am I doing? (laughs) Are are you basing all of this on Back to the Future? Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, okay, fun fact. Uh, uh, basically, um, damn, I'm trying to remember. At the end of the film, uh, oh, yeah, basically the uh, sunglasses uh, that are being worn by uh, Thor are actually the same ones that Marty wears in Back to the Future 2 in the 1950s. Nice. The same exact model. <laughs> yeah. Because they're having so much fun with throwing in references like that. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he, uh, you know, Ant-Man goes, you know, uh, Die Hard, wait, that one doesn't work. Except Bruce Willis has been in two different time travel movies. Yeah. But neither of them were Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> so. And one of them, he had to kill himself. Yeah. That was what, Looper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh... Uh... Um, so, but yeah, no, it's it's a weird thing. It really is. Um, I, I mean, the time travel stuff. Like, I was like, all right, well, we're, it's going to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, well, let's try to get Tony, and then we see uh, Iron Dad. Yeah. And he's. Just, I was like, oh, this is going to be problematic for them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I, I'm not. No, no, I have, I have, I have a family. Like, I'm sorry. Um, and then I loved his daughter coming out and uh, being like, "Mommy sent me to save you." <laughs> yeah, that was that was too cute. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my but gosh. There was a long while there where I wasn't entirely positive that they had Tony hooked up with Pepper because they kept referring to her very obliquely and not showing her. Yes. Mm. And that was actually interesting. It actually developed a little bit of tension for a moment there. Mm-hmm. Because you weren't part of the roundup with Pepper. So, and, okay, so one of the things I thought, and I, I know we just kind of skipped a little bit, was uh, Ooh, yeah. the interaction with 
with uh, with Tony and Morgan, like the first time we see them both on screen, and she's wearing the helmet. Yeah, and he's just like, "Where'd you get? Where'd you find it? In the garage? Did you go looking for it? No. Do you like being in the garage? Daddy likes being in the garage too." And I'm just like, "Fuck you, Russos. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you." And then, like, as he's walking away, yeah, and as he's walking away, he goes, "Don't worry." Mommy doesn't buy wear anything. I buy her anyway. Like, I, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh man. Like this, this movie had so many payoffs though in the it in did. the third act. Yeah, I mean, just in general, but in the third act, mm-hmm. like everything was. I don't know. It was like, oh yeah. shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tony's just like, no, nah, we can't do time travel. Blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. And Tony, being Tony, decides that he's going to try to work on it anyway. <laughs> Right, right. Like, yeah. he wasn't fooling anyone. He can't angry. stop himself. Yeah. If he could have stopped himself, the Civil War wouldn't have happened. Yeah, absolutely. In either movie or comic. Yep. Um, but then they go and say, oh, well, let's, you know, we need somebody with a big, you know, we can't get Stark, so let's get somebody with a big brain. <laughs> and... Then they introduce us to Professor Hulk. They introduce us actually to the villain of the film, and I say that because he stole every scene he was in. <sighs> so he was pretty much the biggest thief of the entire movie. How, did, how so? How did how did uh, Ruffalo steal every scene he was in? I don't think he stole every scene he was in. Um, there was a few. I mean, to be fair, the diner scene points to Ant-Man. Paul Rudd won that scene. Oh, yeah. It did. No, no, they don't. Just take take the fucking phone. (laughs) Take the goddamn phone. Um, Uh. I didn't like the fact that they're just like, yeah, I spent 18 months in a lab, and boom, I took the brain and the brawn, and now it's together. Like, like that's how we're going to... (laughs) We're, we're going to explain is, that? The funny thing is this. He thinks he's Banner's brain, but it's not. It's actually a fusion of the two. Yeah. He's a lot more gregarious. He's a lot more outgoing. He's a lot more confident. Yeah, that's true. He is Hulk with the intelligence of Banner and the memories of Banner, but not the personality of Banner. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just, I mean, it... I would have just liked a little bit more than them just, like, writing it off as a quick explainer. There was a lot to put into that film, though. Yeah. I mean, it was already at a three-hour runtime, I did. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, even if, like, while he was talking about it, they showed clips or something, I would have been fine with that. It just... It would be hilarious if they'd done it in uh, panel style like Ang Lee's Hulk. Or it would have been even funnier if he pulled out a PowerPoint presentation on what happened. Yeah. Um, because Hulk doing a PowerPoint would be terrific. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, I mean, that scene itself felt lacking. Like the only thing that was going for it really was Fair. was Paul Rudd, with him just like once again they're around food, and <laughs> it's Ant Man, and. Yeah. People, kids are like, oh, like, let me go in. Uh, I want a picture with the Hulk, with Hulk, and it's like, do you want a picture with me? I'm Ant Man. I'll just have a picture. 
they don't even know who I am. Like, just he said he doesn't want a picture with me. Just yeah. Um. Oh, that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, Paul Rudd. Like, you bring Paul Rudd in to to oh. really break the tension. Yeah. And I I thought that was great. Uh, then what is it? Then they go back to the Avengers compound, which is a, th- which is a huge trend in this fucking movie. Yeah. They yeah. keep going back to that compound. Yeah. yeah. Must be important for something later on. Well, uh, they had to get all the shots of it while they could. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then what is it? Ant-Man, uh, what is it? Paul Rudd's sitting there, uh, trying to have tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Nebula. No, that wasn't it yet. That w- that wasn't it yet. That was. No, because the ne- the next thing that happened, the- no, he he wasn't at the tacos yet. Because they did the whole experiment thing where Banner's trying to. Oh yeah, yeah. The time travel. Stealing the you're, signal. You're, crazy. Well, yeah, you're you're skipping ahead to after. Oh, after Stark came back. Yeah, that's right. After Stark yeah. came back. What? No, because Stark didn't come back at that point. Stark didn't come back at that point. He came back like yeah. after that sequence. With the uh, devices. I mean, I saw the movie two weeks ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, I saw it last night. I saw it this afternoon. I'm having trouble putting those two together because there's still so much to unpack. Honestly, yeah. uh, I mean, so needless, cause is... I'm pretty sure because 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 the experiment only happened. There was only Banner, Banner, Widow, uh, Widow, Ant Man, and Cat. Yeah, yeah. So when he's doing the taco thing, that's when other people are showing up. Yeah, yeah. So the taco thing wasn't yet. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's... God, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just wanted to get to another moment with Ant-Man and food. Uh, so... Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But, but you gotta decide so there, I mean, the sequence or not. So, I mean, okay, so there's a time travel experiment, which... I mean, to be fair, we're talking about time travel. We can go yeah. whatever single thing we want. <laughs> this is true. So they get so all of the women no. So they got they got Banner to do the time travel experiment with uh, with Ant Man, who mm-hmm. gets sent to the past, comes back as teenage Scott Lang, <laughs> then old man Scott Lang, then baby, then baby Scott, Scott Lang, and then Scott Lang Scott Lang. Yeah, who is Scott co- Lang who doesn't know who's <laughs> who confused who wet him who so- wet himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been him. <laughs> was was it baby me? Or was it old man me? Or was it me me? Um Yeah, then was then then uh, Then Stark shows then up. Then Stark shows up and goes yeah. turned him into a baby, didn't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. like he fucking knew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Probably because he's got spy cameras hidden around the place because he's stuck. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> and then... Uh, the shield. Then he gives Cap the shield and he's just like, yes. I didn't bring any... I didn't bring one for everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Plus, I got to get out. Himself, though, as you see later. Yeah. He. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean. Yeah. Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, it was just that whole sequence, like you know, and then yeah, there's the taco scene. Yeah. Where he's Scott sitting there, gonna have himself some lunch, and then the the ship carrying rocket and nebula land. And they're like some idiots uh, by the, uh, you know, watch out, Rhodey. The yes, there's an idiot in the landing zone. And then he, he Rhodey just kind of drops down. Ant-Man's tacos hey, go everywhere. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. You hate their regular size, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then, then Hulk comes out and sees Scott without tacos and goes and gives, them tacos. And, gives yeah. and goes here here's two tacos sir yeah and i was just i mean I'm not gonna lie i cried there too because i was just like this is like a genuine moment of like of like hey man i'm sorry that that shit happened to you here's some tacos and i'm just like i did not cry at the tacos i, I cried i fucking cried at the tacos um, fair. We we all have different uh, cry thresholds. We've addressed that. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just happy that I'm not the most weepy one. Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Damn, to to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, my first screening of this, there was five scenes I did not cry during. I'm see. This is weird for me because usually I'm the weepiest person when I know. it comes to movies. I know. I did not cry that many times. I mean, I to teared be, up. To, I teared up quite a few times, but I did not actually cry well, more than probably okay, three times. Okay, so for me, I qualify it as crying. If like, yeah, I mean, tearing up, like tearing up is going to happen. Yeah. But like when I feel the tears running down my face. Yeah. That's yeah, then yeah, I'm that's crying. Fine. That's then that's, I'm that's crying. What I'm yeah. That is what I, I'm referring to. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, then there's ugly crying and I mean, oof, oh, wow. Ooh, ugly cry. Ooh. Oh, I've got a few movies that'll do that to me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Endgame did it to my, me a couple times. Um, my crying was restrained in yeah. the sense that, I was able to not make any weepy sounds. I don't make sounds. I'm a very quiet crier. Um, I only made sounds when I was ugly crying. So, um, now I did make sounds. There were a couple times where I got surprised by something funny, and I did that really loud, like bah! <laughs> <laughs> really loud, and you can hear it echoing. <laughs> Yeah, when I get surprised when when laughter gets Ray surprised, is now chicken boo. Of, yeah. Ray is now chicken boo in my mind. Um, <sighs> so at at this point we're about the same point we would be in the movie about an hour in. Um we might be moving a little quicker than that. Who knows? 
Um, but yeah, then, time travel gets weird. Yeah, it does. It really does. <laughs> and then when we get to that shit, it's just like, oh my god. Um, yeah. yeah. Rocket and Thor. Uh, Rocket and Hulk go to see Thor in New Asgard. Oh God! Oh God! Which, Moses. by the way, New Asgard. I think I I think that's great. I really do. Yeah. Like, don't get I me wrong. Be in Oklahoma, but that's me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're but not wrong. They're, but they're no, but they're they're also of Norse legend. You got to have it fishing. Yeah. Yeah, but. Asgard actually plucked himself down in Oklahoma in the comics. Yeah, they did. Oh, so I okay, wanted that I reference. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I, I see that then. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. It's just... And then we meet... Uh, then we meet, as he's been dubbed by the internet, Thick Thor with three Cs. Oh my gosh. Uh, the Thor I could actually cosplay. <laughs> hmm... Without having to try to pretend to try to get in shape. And be like, oh, hey, look, I get to be Thor. I'm working on my Thor body. Like, how are you doing that? And it's just me drinking. And I'm like, another. <laughs> just smashing bottles in the paint. Yeah. <laughs> just, yep, just working on my Thor body. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, when they wouldn't show his gut, like, when we could only see... They, like before they actually showed his full body, yeah. I was just in there, I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. The, the thing is, they had worked him up practically as such a sex symbol during the entire run that doing this was the comedic payoff for that. And yeah. this is how. Pay attention to everyone who's trying to do a Marvel movie about comedy, and if you're going to put Thor in and do comedy, this is how you do it. You don't make him tell jokes. You make the uh, the situation around him funny. Yeah. Oh, and him yelling at the at the the Fortnite kid. <laughs> the Fortnite kid. New Master sixty nine. <laughs> yes, New Master sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, and it's let's just address it. Uh, so this is where Korg and Meek are. Um, and Ballin hates this with a passion. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. like characters as they appear. I, I saw them and I was like, oh, Ballin's getting pissed. <laughs> and meanwhile, I was just like, yay. Like, but they only show up for a moment, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do, want a Cor- I, I do want a Korg pop with him in a Hawaiian shirt, though. I, I, it's got to be a thing. It needs to happen. Funko, make it make it happen. Make yeah. it so. I was gonna say Funko if you're listening. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean we got so we we have well we have Thor and he looks like a I mean much like Tony after the Battle of New York. Yeah. Thor has gone through some shit. And he doesn't know how to handle it. I mean, so mm-hmm. what does he do? He sinks into a depression. He drinks him, you know, drinks as much as he can, and just because that's how Vikings deal with things. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what he does. It's just, and I'm like, all right, well, this is. I mean, like, I legitimately felt bad 
for for the character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You could feel the pain just. Oh yeah. It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, it's a, it's actually a great mood whiplash in that they make it out to be funny at first until you start to realize why he's yeah exactly yeah exactly and now you're like oh god I shouldn't have laughed at that yeah no and I I completely agree with you on that and I'm like holy shit like this got deep real quick you know yeah. <laughs> um and. Thor's like, no, 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 I'm going to stay here in New Asgard and stuff like that. And then Rocket's like, we got beer on the ship. What kind? What, what kind? kind? And, you know, and then we got, look at that. Now we have, uh, we have Thor at the Avenger compound. And that's when Stark goes out of my way, Lebowski, or, or move out of the way, Lebowski. Yeah. I forget exactly what it is. Uh, watch it, Lebowski. Like, something like that, you know? But he calls him Lebowski because he looks like the dude from the Big Lebowski. Like it's just, and he, because so did Obadiah Stane. Hmm. So did Obadiah Stane, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not wrong. <laughs> um. But yeah, so like, then we get the whole like, all right, well, let's figure out where, uh, you know, if we're gonna do this time heist, like we only have. The one one particle, like we each have two particles. Yeah. One to get there, one to get back. One to get there, grab as many pin particles as we can for the next few dozen tries. What? <laughs> like, come on, guys. <laughs> be smart. Yeah. Um. Oh, we also forgot that Hawkeye uh, was recruited by uh, Black Widow. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! Oh. That scene, nope. I was Ronan sitting there, I was like, oh, was yeah. recruited oh, He ceased to be Ronan when he removed the, hel- when he removed the yeah. mask. But still, yeah. that scene with him as Ronan was amazing. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, did, I never expected him to bring that into the MCU. I thought that was terrific, though. I really did. Yeah, yeah that costume he was wearing in Japan was... Was basically something he wore after the Civil War when he went by the okay. name of the Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting see, because. I didn't get it. I, I, I was just like, okay, he's doing something different. <laughs> but. What, what I think is what? the most interesting thing is this is his first appearance after Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's exactly, we- and he's wearing the Ronin costume. Like, yeah, right. I mean, this basically—it's like I said—there are a lot of nods to continuity yep. in comics mm-hmm. spread throughout this movie, and it's fantastic. Mm. It's not fan four stick, but it's fantastic. No, because then nobody would have gone to see it. Yeah, well, in contrast to how it actually was, I'm going to break from talking about the movie for a moment to talk about the movie for a moment. Okay. Not the not the events of the film, but the film itself. Yes. In its opening weekend, it made domestically. Not talking about the billion dollars it made worldwide. Domestically, it made its entire budget in the opening weekend. Wow. No movie does this. Yeah. In its second weekend, it broke the two billion dollar mark worldwide. So would th- would this movie be considered a success? I mean, a little. 
I mean, it's no Batman versus Superman. But. Well, you got to remember, Batman v Superman like made tons of money his opening weekend, and then had a massive drop off. <laughs> Everyone who was going to see it saw it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't pay people to watch that movie. Nope. But, but this is just picking up steam. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was still like so. Last night, we went to the 7 o'clock showing Mm -hmm. because the 6 o'clock showing and the 6.30 showing were still sold out. Yeah. And, like... I mean, we went to the 11 a.m. showing and there were at least 10 people in the theater. This is Philadelphia, though. Philadelphia, for some reason, doesn't do movies. I don't know why... But it's the one thing I like about living in this fucking city is that I can go see a movie anytime I want and be guaranteed nobody sitting around us while we're watching the movie. Well, it's a one benefit. To to be fair, I wouldn't want to go and see a movie in Philadelphia myself. So, <laughs> but it was still actually quite an exciting atmosphere around me. The the when the parts where they cheered, it felt like a full suit. It felt like a full theater. Yeah. See, now my theater, there wasn't like I mean, there was a couple times where everybody was like, for for some reason, mine doesn't like get like the big cheers and the everything, and so I feel weird. When I'm going mouthy or when I start punching the air because I can't sit there and cheer because nobody else is cheering, and I feel like it's when, weirdo. So I just go like this. When we get to the part where the first cheer happened, I'm going to mention it because it was significant, but. Uh, yeah, well, uh, speaking of of the movie experience, yes, um, I've seen it twice, two different theaters. I had two very different experiences each time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I still cried during each showing. Mm-hmm. The first screening, it was opening day. And this is people that have been waiting for this. This is the culmination of 21 other films. This is the 22nd film. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. This is, um, this Which is, is why it took Thanos 22 days to destroy the stones. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but the theater was so full of energy. Like, but then again, it's the 7 o'clock show opening night. You know, yeah. Everybody's full of energy. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, this is this is oh my god, this is gonna be great." You know, and fun fact: I got to watch uh, Walt Dis- uh, Disney Nature's Penguins uh, before I got to watching um, Endgame because I got there early enough that I was able to sit in my theater, and that's what they had running as a test to make <laughs> sure that 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 theater was working. <laughs> So I got to watch the entirety of that, and it was it was a nature documentary, and I fucking cried during that too. <laughs> I was all fucking tears. Oh, I gotta say, I'm loving how much Ray is loving this. I, I, this is usually me. It's really nice not to be the the second time. Well, Ray, if I wanted you to, if I wanted you to cry, I would, I would show you my reupholstered chair again. 
and Ray, we don't feel this shame here. Shame is a minor here. Minor action. It's a D&D thing. Gotcha. Yes. Well, see, I thought you were referencing my last name. No, I was not. <laughs> ah! So I was very confused. I thought it was a hockey reference. Yeah. Well, it's a minor offense, too, you know? Uh, unlike this chair that I've reupholstered, you could. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, nah, that's a major infraction. <laughs> I doesn't make me want to cry. It makes me want to like. So you know what's you know what's funny about up, that? Like I posted those pictures and I said nailed it. <laughs> just, which is the truth. It is brilliant. Um is absolutely brilliant but yeah back to it, the the second screening um i saw it was like a fucking funeral like everybody was quiet as shit i was like oh my god like it was the same theater i saw black panther in and i'm like this i can tolerate this i until later. Until later. Until later. And then I was just like, fuck this theater. Fuck everybody in this theater. I hope this entire theater explodes. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it hard. I, I, I fucking want to see... I, I want to see the, uh, the ushers lock the doors and light the matches themselves. Like, that's... Mm. Yeah. Uh, but... Anyway, that's... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, back to the current point in the movie. Yeah, so yeah. what was the current part in the movie? This is about time travel, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, Everyone's been assembled, basically. Yeah, so everybody's been assembled, and they're like, all right, let's... Oh, not yet. That did not come up yet. <laughs> let's... Fair. Everyone's been gathered. Let's... There we go. But have they? Um, everybody, like, they're like, all right, well, let's run a test. Uh, we have a couple to test to make we have sure this works. Yep. And then Ant Man fucks up. We have one test. And um, Hawkeye's like, Haw- Quint's like, I got it. I'll do it. Which is a nod to him being the original Goliath. And oh, you okay. need particles to grow. Gotcha. I just, I, I was just sitting there admiring the lovely sleeve on his arm and the awesome hug and how aesthetically pleasing he was. And yes. Um, just yes. So I'm coming up to another ugly cry moment. Uh, so he uses mm. the thing. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So he. This was, I think, where I felt it start to wither. Yeah. So he. So Hawkeye goes in the past, and he's back on the farm, and he, like, wait a second, this is where I am, like, and he goes towards his house, picks up the baseball glove, and he goes, "Oh my god!" Like, and then he calls out for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And you knew this is exactly how this was going to play out, though. And. 
just as she's about to come, he gets pulled back to his he time. Yeah, and I was just like, Jesus. Well, I may have been super weepy during the movie. Ray is super weepy right now. I cr- <laughs> that was one of the parts that I cried at. That was definitely one of the parts that I yeah. cried at. Uh, but then he drops the baseball glove, and he's just like, he's just like, all right, well, he goes, it works. Um, now, there was one thing that was kind of mentioned, um, and, and we'll get to it coming up, but that baseball glove, there's more to that baseball glove than than what you would think. It's, it's, they explain the way time travel works, right? When you do, when you travel, you're going, while you're technically going into the past, you're going into, like, that is now your future. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's the past of you, but it is not your past. Yes. Right. Timeline-wise, it's the past, but it's not your past. It's, as you know... Because you're still moving in a straight line forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you return to present time, you're going back to your past. Which is... Brings you back to that point you were at, but whatever. Um, so, I mean, there's there's that. I think Hawkeye taking that glove fucked up time. Yeah, because they were playing with it when they got snapped. It gets mentioned later on, uh, but yeah, him taking the glove means that that's not there, which means he created the first alternate timeline right there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of alternate timelines, guys. A yep. lot of alternate timelines. Some of them get fixed. Hell, to be fair, this it, it all starts off as an alternate timeline. Yeah. Earth 199999. Yeah. Which, uh... Oh, shit. It tells you how many there are, and that's almost 200,000 right there. Well, uh, apparently, after the events of Endgame... It has a new dis- uh, designation. Oh, yes. So, I it kills me because this is this spoils something that's coming up. We've seen the movie. This isn't about Endgame. This is something that came out of uh, new stuff from new Spider-Man. Oh? Yeah. Um, needless to say, what, what's the, the main Marvel Universe? 616. Yeah, it's a new MCU. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's based on on things that have been said 
Um, yeah, so it's like... So Clint didn't fuck up the MCU universe, he fucked up the comic universe. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> Maybe he fucked up the, the MCU and made it align with the comic universe? Because um, the... Well, I'm just saying, after Endgame... At least upstate New York is fucked up. Yeah, it is. it is. At the very least. Yep. Not to mention, because of the five-year jump, and because, spoiler alert, they win, uh, there are a shitload of people who are five years younger than they're supposed to be. Yeah, including Peter and all his classmates. <laughs> yes, I know. Which it was night at the end. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, people were like, oh, well, the look Ned gives him is like, oh, I haven't seen you in five years, but I haven't aged a day. Like, and it's just yeah, like... Yeah, that doesn't track. That yeah. doesn't track at all. Yeah. yeah. And that they, bothered me. So, and that's one thing that's been, like, out of, out of Endgame, like, now that the spoiler gate is gone on it, they're just like, yeah, the end scene on... The end scene with, with Peter... Um, spoilers... Uh, not that we really have to fucking say that, but the yeah. um, if you're watching this, you've yeah. already given up. And exactly, yes, exactly. See, if you're this far in, you know what you're in for. Yeah. Uh, the end scene with Peter Parker. Um, we see Ned. Ned's the same age. Some of Peter's classmates did not get snapped. Ned. MJ. Were not two of those. <laughs> they were snapped along with Peter and and a, a bunch of other classmates. You know. Yeah. Um, All I can say is, if they're making the movie universe in the six one six realign, they had better be recasting Tom uh, Tom Holland because I do not want teenage Spider Man being the six one six main Spider Man. God damn it. Mm, that's fair. I like adult Spider Man. I like the fact that Miles Morales is teenage Spider-Man. There's room for two. No, there absolutely is room for two. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, who knows? This could all be misdirect from um, from them as well. I, I don't see how it can't be, is all I'm saying. Well... Unless you're going to totally, like, New 52 <laughs> 616. You're, uh... And that's, that's not something I want to see happen. Well, needless to say, Quesada doesn't he isn't like the editor in chief anymore, right? Which is really good because you know all we take is one more day of him being editor in chief to really fuck things up. <laughs> um. Anyway, back to the actual film and yes, end game. Yes. <clears throat> so um, now they go over like the whole like, all right, so you know we have to get all the stones. Where you know where are they in the timeline? Blah blah blah, that kind of stuff, right? And they break up into teams. I love Thor's Thor, Thor talking and and uh, Ant Man like avidly listening to what drunk Thor is saying. Yeah, yeah. I can't he's, tell if he was drunk or hungover. Or both. He's, I think he's perpetually drunk at this point. That's fair. He's, I think he has an alcohol blood level. <laughs> he's drunk over. Um... But yeah, he. Yeah. I just I just thought that was adorable because he's sitting there like avidly listening, and everyone else is just kind of like, "Okay, Thor, Thor, buddy." Well, before that, they're they're just like, "Is is he asleep? I, I think he might be dead." 
Poor Thor. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, all right, well, wait a second. There's three stones in New York at the same time. Yeah, if you go in the right ear. Yeah. And it's like, and, all right. And leave it to a widow to put that together. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, the tactician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Person um, figuring out your covert strike teams is going to try and figure out how to make it work the best. Exactly. Expediency is what a spy is all about. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, all right, so there's that. Then we got to send a team out into space. So to get the power stone and um, and the soul stone. Mm-hmm. But they don't mm-hmm. know what the cost of the soul stone is. Well, I'm not so sure that Nebula had to clue somebody in. Because who, who do you think put together the team? Honestly, who do you think actually put them together? Uh, I don't think Nebula put together that team. No, I don't think so either. But whoever did knows the cause of the Soul Stone because there is no other combination of people that could have been sent there to allow the sacrifice to happen. Uh, mm. No, uh, the available people with the, I mean, not even, you know, uh, you know Rhodey and uh, Tony, honestly. I mean, to be fair... Uh, Cap and and Hawkeye. I mean, not Hawkeye. Uh, Cap and Ant Man. Ant Man would have fucking died for Cap. Like he would have pushed. But that would have been. But that, that would have been the Cap. That would have been Cap's sacrifice, though. No, that would. Well, I mean, Ant Man would have to kill Cap. Yeah. Ant Man would have to kill Cap. Yeah. In front that, of Red, in front of Red Skull, which would be. I know. <laughs> yeah, but. Between Black Widow and Hawkeye, either one dying for the other would count as that sacrifice. Yeah. Um, so whoever yeah. put those teams together knew that and sent them off for one of them to die. Yeah. All right. That's and, fair. Yeah. Which, I don't know, part of me thinks Cap could have put that together. Because Cap is all about the greater good. Yeah. But I like how <sighs> they... Because he's a manipulative bastard. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so uh, Nebula and... Rhodey go to Morag. Yeah. Meanwhile, which for a fantastic scene with oh my gosh, Chris Pratt <laughs> oh doing gosh. the intro to Guardians yes. Volume One, and especially the part where they cut away from him hearing the music and he's just singing into the rat acapella. <laughs> Anyone else in the theater? I know it was great. That was um, one of my favorite scenes so in the movie. Again, Nebula is proving she's one of the best characters. Because yeah. of how simple and understated everything she does and says is. Um, and then we also had Thor and Rocket going to Asgard. Oh God, yeah. Um, that was another part that withered me a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the whole movie was like slowly chipping me away just to get down to that payoff at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having the moment between Frigga and Thor. Oh yeah. gosh. And she knew. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, "I was, I'm daughter of witch. I'm daughter of witches. Like you can't I mean, fool me. <laughs> like you know that she knew though that he was going to say that she was going to die. Yeah." Because the way he was leading into it, there is no other conclusion she could have mm-hmm. come to. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, 
That's, I mean, it was such, but it gave him his closure. Mm-hmm. It gave him the closure that he needed. And also allowed him to regain Molnir. <laughs> Just. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. Yeah, I love how, I love how it he's takes him sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it takes him a minute. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, let me just I'm say, so this, yeah, this and the Morag moment are what I was talking about by being a love letter to the MCU. Yeah. They go to meticulously recreating iconic scenes from the past ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One after another. And and they're not just, it's not just from showing the same scenes, which a lot of movies would just use file footage. They reshot the scenes. Sometimes it's a different angle. Some of them lasted longer than the original. And but it's in some cases they did use just file. They did oh, use yes. like yeah, uh, it appropriate. but it wasn't just that. Like some movies would have done. Like Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman was was absolutely just footage from Thor: The Dark World, and then they put Rocket in on that. Yeah. But that's all they did. Oh, yeah. But that's because I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to work with the MCU ever. But they had her at the premiere, which was really weird. Hmm. But basically, you know, the scenes with Renee Russo, for example, absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And the scenes with, you know, Chris Pratt basically recreating the game. Those were absolutely new because there were new angles. Him, you know, singing without the music. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, technically, that could have been. I pre- don't think he was actually pre- seen in the original, though. It was mostly it was him. Oh, and okay. Yeah, and then we have the three going to uh, New York in 2012. Which I loved. Um, yes. That that opening scene with the Chitari hanging off the buildings and the <sighs> of the pan of the Avengers. That was a fuck yeah moment. Yeah. I was like, oh, ho, 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 ho. And, and then, you know, Bruce basically like, oh, this is so beneath me. <laughs> Throws the motorcycle. Ah. Pound on the car. <laughs> it was so great. It was just like, oh. But for him, he goes to get the time stone from Strange, who doesn't have is the time there? stone yeah. yet. Yeah. Which I love. He didn't take that into account. Um, he, to be fair, he doesn't know how long Strange was Sorcerer yeah, Supreme. That's true. Yeah. Um, and we find out, like, I, I love that they brought back Tilda Swinton as yeah, uh, yeah, Ancient the, One. The Ancient One being there was fantastic. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're, like, giving her stuff to do, like, well, the Chitauri yeah. are... T- just yeah. like let me just use magic shit and fucking knock these and her, and her explain you know, you know see, if you go back to the future from this point in 1955 <laughs> yeah so yeah it's like yeah if you take the stone you're gonna create an alternate timeline and that this is this is that point like where i'm just like well i'm watching it the second time i was like oh my god him taking that baseball glove started an alternate timeline because as insignificant as it may seem, yeah, yeah. something One is now out of place. Changes the course of a river. Exactly, exactly. Even if it, you can't see it, water has moved around it and yeah. forged in the path. So mm-hmm. that's number one. And then Hulk's just like, "Well, we'll bring it back." Like, 
I mean, Banner's like, oh, we'll bring it back. Because Banner gets separated from Hulk on an astral level. I loved that. Yeah. Yeah. The same way Strange got uh, removed from his astral body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a nice callback. Oh, it was. Absolutely. And then there's that moment where it's just like, no, we can't give it to you because then we won't have, like, a way to defend against threats to come. Which, at that time... Obviously, she's referring to Dormammu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Little knowing that Dormammu is a lesser threat in this equation. So, think of it this way. If if she doesn't have the time stone to pass to Strange, basically. Yeah. Strange cannot beat Dormammu. No, there is no Dormammu I've come to bargain. And then Dormammu and the uh, Dark Dimension encompass our reality and we have mindless ones all over the place so while it sounds like a lesser threat i mean it's still a pretty big fucking threat um compared to what they uh, still though compared to what thanos was going to do at the end well where he's just like well half isn't enough yeah well and 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 i mean that's fair yeah that is absolutely fair but to be also fair, though, they created that situation. But still. They did. They right. absolutely did. Um, and, I mean, he's, it's just like, oh, well, we'd be giving away our chief weapon of defense. And it's just like, then why did Strange give it to Thanos? Yeah. And yeah. she's like, like what? <laughs> yeah. He did fucking what now? Yeah. <laughs> he's the best of us. Like, he must have seen some shit. All right, fine. Here you go. <laughs> like, yeah. Just promise to bring it back. Um, I love how she doesn't even consider he might be lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Hulk. Gets, I get the feeling that there, there's some way she'd be able to tell, just because she's sorceress supreme. She she'd like have some way of telling if he was lying or not. She probably wouldn't have been as surprised by the revelation about about Strange giving away then, if she has that level of awareness. Yeah. Well, no, but I mean, just like, because we we know from Doctor Strange that she can't see anything further in the future than her own death. Yes. So she wouldn't know that, you know, that Strange would give it away. But like, I feel like there there's, I mean, just based on, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's a way that she'd be able to tell if he was lying. So, like, not not be because of knowledge of the future, but like because of, if only because of the fact that he's like in the astral form, even. So there, here's being... here's my little thing on that, and this this ties back to the Doctor Strange movie, and it ties mm-hmm. back to that scene where she says, "I've only ever been able to see up until this moment," right? Yeah. What mm-hmm. if the reason why she can she's actually even saw that moment was because she was trying to find that moment where Strange gives up the stone. Hmm. Yeah. There is no logical reason why she'd be trying to look ahead if she wasn't trying to find something. Exactly. Yeah. That is an interesting hmm. thought. That had I not thought of that. Me. So, and she's like, alright, well, here's the stone. Banner gets the uh, time stone. Alright, cool. Awesome. Cap has to get the scepter. Yeah. <laughs> Which starts some of the best parts. We'll get we'll get the cap. Mm. 
because Cap is too fucking good. Um, while that's going on, like during that time, uh, Stark and Ant Man are trying to get the Tesseract, <laughs> which is also hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, you I know love where the Tesseract winds up going at the end of that scene too, but we'll get to that in a moment. Oh yes. So, oh. so uh, they end up getting. You know, Ant Man gets onto past Tony, who yeah. has the case with the Tesseract. Um, and he uses a heart attack. Yeah, and oh, but before that, um, because the elevator is at maximum occupancy, <laughs> they make Hulk take the Hulk stairs. stairs. <laughs> yes. Which are, like I say, every scene he's in. I'm sorry. I mean, to be fair, that was, I mean, that was a great moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> That scene... Especially the brick joke it sets up. Yeah, so that scene itself does set up, like, without that little scene, like, the next part, it's like, why why the fuck did he just, like, why the fuck did this happen this way? It's because they made him take the stairs. (laughs) Exactly! um, So, basically, like, the, what is it, was it S.H.I.E.L.D.? Was like, oh, well, we need the Tesseract. No, it was... Uh, oh, no, that was Hydra at that point. Well, uh, to, to, yeah, to be... F- yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was Strike, yeah. Uh, it was Hydra, but yeah. Yeah, well, it was... I mean, they, they were under S.H.I.E.L.D., but they didn't have... Like, they had Hydra colors, but they Hydra wasn't out in the light yet, so, uh, I mean... Well, it yeah. was still Hydra hiding within S.H.I.E.L.D. It, which is true, which, which is yeah. very true. So that's why I say it was still Hydra they got their hands on. Fair, fair. But they're just like, oh, well, we got to take this and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to take Loki, too. And it's like, no, 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 no. Loki goes to Asgard to stand trial. Yeah, he stands trial mm-hmm. in Asgard. And that Tesseract comes with us. Like, And I love how, uh, even though he's clearly outplayed, uh, you know, he's like, you know, well, no, I, you know, we've got pretty much you know, jurisdiction here. And not thinking for a moment, Thor's like, you know what, I'm going to leave. Fuck your jurisdiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll put up my hammer. Oh, look at that. Bifrost. There we go. I also love the explanation for why Loki was in the gag. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no logical reason why that had to be. Yeah. And, but it, they gave one there, which was, it was perfect to fit. So, like, if, if Loki had abilities like, uh, oh, what was the fuck her name? Um... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, was it Lorelai? Yeah, Lorelai, yes. Yeah. If he had Sister powers... Sister the Enchantress. Yeah. If, she, if he had powers like her, absolutely. Like that makes more sense. Absolutely. But there was no reason for that in the first movie, other than, you know, we want to keep you know, him from saying shit to piss people off. Yeah. But, yeah. but showing, basically, how he was mocking made it yeah. perfect. Yeah. And the perfect reason why I thought about, you know what? Shut up, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a throwback to to Dark World too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When he was impersonating Cap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, because quite obviously, Chris Evans loves doing those scenes. Yeah. Um, what is it? Then we had like Ant Man giving the heart attack. The heart attack to past <laughs> Tony Stark. Past Tony. Uh, and then we had Thor using Molnir 
to <laughs> to kind of restart <laughs> the whole later, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was I didn't yeah. I'm gonna try something. And he just taps it and he goes, Oh, I have uh, no idea if this is going to work. Yeah. Um in the meanwhile the And that's where Thor works his comic relief again. Yeah. yeah. The situation yeah. is funny, not him. Um right. in the in the meanwhile, Ant Man's knocked okay, the yeah. case over towards modern day Sorry. Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh because past Stark's like dying, or was yeah. kind of. Um, everybody's attention's on him. Yeah, everybody's attention's on past Stark. So, future Stark has the briefcase. That door comes busting open, knocking yeah. him down, because <laughs> Hulk had to take the fucking stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The case goes flying over. Uh, Tesseract tumbles out, yeah. goes by Loki, and Loki's just like, Fuck this. Yoink. Out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see an entire film based upon what he was getting up to with that at that point. Yeah. You know what? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the Loki series touches on some of that. That might. Yes. That, yeah. that would be awesome. Well, and because, I mean, that throws everything for a loop. Well, that also started another timeline, too. That, However, I was going to say, yeah, that throws They didn't go back before oh. that, though, and to get the Tesseract earlier than even that later on. Yeah, but see, but still, they put it back. Yeah. Well, even if they okay, so and we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that, right? Uh, because we got Cap and a scepter to, yeah. to talk about. Cap, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the awesome part here, yeah. yeah. The part that made me punch the air and say, "Todd and Balin are this. This is the best. This is their part." I mean, oh, this part was made for them. I mean, I was wearing this shirt when I when yeah. saw the movie the first yeah. time, and I got a yeah, hail, I mean, and I got a hail Hydra concession. So I was just and I was just like hail Hydra, and then I was in the theaters. This part comes up, and I felt so fucking justified to wear this shirt. Um, so the, he Cap gets on the elevator with the guys who have the scepter, who are all Hydra. Yeah, uh, Rumlo, Jasper Sitwell. Yeah, and Rumlo. Yeah, he was. Uh, he Romulo starts, like, uh, unclipping his, uh, his gun and everything, and it was a moment where, in your mind, you're hearing, before we get started, does anyone want to get off? But instead, instead, another nod to the comics, Cap leans in and, wh- and says, quietly, Hail Hydra, to disarm things. That was a nod to the Captain America series that everyone lost their shit over. Yeah. To be, to be fair on this one, I absolutely loved what they did. Oh, I did too. Uh, yeah. And I love the fact that, like, once he said that, Jasper Sitwell gives Rumlow the look, and he's just like, "All right, here you go." <laughs> just... Because, because at that point in time, there's positively no one outside of the Hydra members could have known about Hydra. Yeah, it was yeah. not possible. They yeah. knocked on public. So, Cap saying that the only logical conclusion they could come to at the time was that he was one of them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And let's face it, you have a blonde Aryan looking man. You do. Who is the yeah. per, who is uh, you, effectively the pro, uh, what looks like the product of eugenics? Yeah. And they're going to believe that was part of Hydra. Yeah. So Loki's escaped. Cap now has the scepter. <laughs> and Cap and Loki had made himself look like Cap before, and that's why he got mm-hmm. back. Yes. 
Yes. That's an important part of this. Yes. That is a very important part of this. Because they show Cap, you know, he says, you know, you gotta be shitting me. And I have to say, I really wish, uh, earlier Cap, they showed you about language. Oh, that would have been he- great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in that, in the, going back to the beginning, so I, I watched this, this movie with my parents uh, last night. And where, where Cap, when they're going after Thanos, and Cap's like, let's get this son of a, Son of a bitch, um, yeah, yeah. 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 And my mom is like, Cap swore? And I was just like... Older, jaded Cap. Yeah. Yep. Who had seen some shit. Yeah. Who lost half a planet that right. he was trying to protect. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, his, like... that's all his friendship with Tony shattered. Mm-hmm. By a man he loved like a brother. Mm-hmm. That is the Cap that swore. And yeah. he never got to oh, get yeah, his dance. Sure. And he never got to get that fucking dance with Peggy. And he's pissed about that, too. We know mm-hmm. it. So, but that fight was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that they had, I love that they had early cap wear the uh, mask, because otherwise you weren't going to be able to tell Oh, yeah, no, part. it would have been like, yeah. I don't. What I thought was terrific in that scene is, I mean, they're, I mean, obviously they're fighting, and like they they have the tumble. They were perfectly mm-hmm. matched. Yeah, they're perfectly matched. And then there's that little moment of of past cap. I could do this all day, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I, I know." know. <laughs> he, he had his, you could see him thinking, "God, is that what I actually sound like when I say that all the time?" <laughs> he was like, yeah. man. Uh... Um, Oh, that was yeah. No. Past yeah, Cap yeah, starts choking out our Cap, and our Cap, yeah, our uh, Cap, yeah, Cap goes like, "All right, what would cause him to like be completely off guard?" Yeah. Oh, Bucky's still alive. What? Bucky's still alive, and he lets go, grabs the scepter, hits him in the chest with it. That was perfect. Yeah, that's a yeah. great finisher. And then. As he's walking away, that is America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Again, Chris Evans is having so much fun with this finale. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You just tell. Um, then we find out, yeah. like, oh, hey, they fucked up with the Tesseract. Yay. Uh, Ant-Man, you're going back to the present. You're taking the Scepter. Hulk's going back with the Time Stone. Uh, we're going to go. We have one charge left, me and, me and Tony. We're going to go into the 1970s to New Jersey, because you're going to get the test rack. Because the is there and Pim Pim Particles is there. Yo, Use Time Stone, get Pim Particles and Tesseract. Shut up. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, all you had to do really is nab the Time Stone. <laughs> I know, and then you're fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, uh, for the most part, throughout the film... They uh, clearly show that they are actually quite afraid to experiment. Yes. The only thing they know that yeah. works is... Yeah. That's the only thing mm-hmm. they know that works. Everything else is going way off the charts for them. And they're out, they're quite honestly afraid. It's like, are you kidding? These things are like gods in physical form. If we go experiment with this, we're going to fuck shit up. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. That's why... But I still thought it was funny that the time stone was a quite an obvious way to just get around all that. But yeah, well, and I mean, like, even I, mean, if, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, why don't you just use the 
time stone. But that's because, I mean, we've seen Doctor Strange use it. So, like, we as viewers yeah. know that trained. it's... Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I mean, it's just, like... So, while that's going on, the Nebula and Rhodey have knocked out um, Chris Pratt. Yeah. And gotten the orb. And Rhodey is Rhodey has the orb, and they're about to go back. Yeah, they they so, both okay. they both their return sequence. So here's the thing that bothers me the most. Uh huh. That that'll come on come in later. Rhodey sees her reach in to grab the thing and yeah. sees her arm sizzle. Yeah. So I'm just pointing that out now, and then can, mm-hmm. can go ahead and continue, Todd. Yeah. No, and I, I get that. I, I get that 100. percent Um. But with the power stone gone now, um, we have that interesting situation where now her neural net is syncing with her past selves. Which is actually an interesting plot twist. Yes. I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't. Yeah, no, that was one I didn't totally did not expect. And it allows Thanos to see the memories of future Nebula and see that Mm -hmm. he did succeed. uh, But and thus always will succeed and thus always will succeed. Yeah. Hence, he is inevitable. Yeah. Um, He also sees his own death. Too. Yes. Which doesn't bother him in the slightest. No, because he's just like, I did my job. Like, no big yeah. deal. He, I did what I planned to do. I had no. No matter what you do to me, it won't change things. Yeah. So he, you know. So they're like, all right, well, we got to get Nebula, blah, 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 that kind of shit. It's like, all right, well, this is weird. Um, I thought that whole sequence is like, it seemed a little contrived, but I did enjoy the fact that they were able, like, oh well, you know, if two of the same people live in this are in the same thing, I, and let's just say they're both computer based, like their networks yeah. are going to to mesh, and it's like, all mm-hmm. right, well, I can understand that. It wouldn't have worked with any other character. No, it wouldn't have. No, and that's actually I, that's what, in my opinion, made it a great plot twist. It was one nobody saw coming. It had a plausible reason for happening, and it made things go off the rails in a new and interesting way. Mm-hmm. Then we had um, Hawkeye and Widow. And, and the Red Skull. And the Red Skull. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's an interesting little bit there. Um, mm-hmm. So they find, they figure out, like, wait a second. Apparently... Uh, Thanos took Gamora to this planet and only Thanos came back. <laughs> like, this is just now occurring to us. Yeah. Well, and and, Hulk, and Clint's just like, alright, well, you know what's gotta happen. Alright, bye. <laughs> he, is, he has nothing to live for. He has nothing. Neither does that. And that's what made this such the perfect situation. <sighs> and that's why I say they were set up. So, okay. For Clint, Clint has nothing to live for. The only person he cares about Nat right now is 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 Nat. For Nat, on the other hand, like 
yeah, she cares about him a lot. But there's still red in her ledger. But he's still the only person she cares that much about. I know. But the way I see it is she she cares a lot. And, and don't get me wrong, but her doing this would have taken care of that blemish as well. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> meh, meh. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so like... Don't worry, it's just Laura. God. <laughs> I fucking ugly cried there too. So don't... <laughs> you son of a bitch. We'll be getting to that though. Um... <laughs> Ray just got it. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, they had a pretty good fight. Uh, the oh, two yeah. Of them. Oh, yeah. You've never oh, seen two people fight over who gets to commit suicide so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you, yeah, when you say it that way. <laughs> Like, That's the point. Yeah. No, I no, I'm going to kill myself. No, 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 I'm gonna kill myself so you Over don't have to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and ultimately, like, yeah. So Black Widow takes the takes the plunge. Yep. Um, and they show the body, which is yeah. important. Yep. Which super important. They show the body, and then, like, and then we have. Hawkeye, like, in water, like, out of nowhere, because things... That's how this whole world works. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the, the gem, the, I say gem, the stone in his yeah. hand. Is the old comic book fan in me, like, showing, like, what I go and say no, gem? No, no, I know, you want to be the Infinity Gems. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm still a little annoyed they swapped the colors around. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so they, so they did that and they're ready to go. Um, rockets, uh, poked, um, uh, Jane. Yeah, and extracted a bunch of red liquid, which, which is what happens when you stick a needle in someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's, hopefully it's the aether. Um, yep. so now they got that, like everybody, come, like everybody's going back. Except for everybody, they can. everybody that yeah, everybody but uh, Cap and um, and Tony and the yeah hmm? and the uh, and Widow and and Nebula yeah yeah and the correct Nebula yes yeah because Nebula does go back yeah except mm-hmm. for its ninth it's except for its twenty thirteen Nebula yeah and well, this is where it bugs me because she goes back no it's twenty fourteen Nebula that's right yeah yeah. Either way, she goes. She goes to present day. Uh huh. The the hand. Her hand was fine. Like she had stolen the gold strip thingy. To be honest, Rhodey knows there was another nebula there that could have switched places. Still, though, I mean, and it would be like, what happened to your hand? And well, as far as he knows, maybe going back to the present restores you to how you are in the present. Which is possible. Um, but also, she was also wearing a glove. Yeah. The suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I'm not sure if they share any scenes beyond that. And yeah. I'm pretty sure you didn't say, oh, by the way, her hand got all weird. Yeah. So. Well, no, but like, I, I would yeah, well, say, like, I. I thought you were. I thought I'm saying, yeah, I'm not sure he saw the exposed hand at all. Yeah. But no, he would have when they first got back. Because she. When they were all wearing the white suits. That covers their entire body. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. I did forget about that. Yeah. So it's entirely possible he leaves the room, then she unsuits. Yeah. And they go about their day. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, plus those those suits were nanoparticles, too. So. Mm-hmm. so even if, like, she was wearing the suit, that gets burned away, it's nanites. It'll yeah. reform, you know? Like her, the, her hand won't, but like right. the the covering would. Um, I thought you were oh, going to go well, into. I thought you were going to go into another like I don't understand how this worked moment, but hell, to be perfectly honest, uh, for all he knows, she could have repurposed the nanoparticles to rebuild her hand. True, it's cybernetic. Yeah. Okay. That's, That's for all he knows. I forgot about the suit. I, yeah, I, I yeah. definitely forgot about this. No problem. It, it, yeah, it was I'm a like, three-hour movie, and there's a lot to unpack. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And that's why I'm trying to help you guys. Um, yep. <laughs> because we, prior to this, we really, like, I mean, there was, like, small little things, but, like, nothing in-depth um, yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I deliberately avoided talking about this with anyone so I could get it all out like this. Yes. Uh, so... Cap and Tony now go into the 1970s. We have our Stan Lee cameo of Stan Lee as himself looking like he did in the 1970s driving a yeah. uh, driving what a Buick I think something I don't a know. Car. With, with a bumper sticker that says Nuff said. Yeah, Nuff said. That was fantastic. And how appropriate is it that Stan Lee's final cameo is in Avengers Endgame? Yeah. How appropriate is it that Stanley's last two cameos, he was cameoing as himself? I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when I saw the cameo at first, like the first time I saw it, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, is that fucking Mark Marin? I know, right? I'm like, is he going to be uh, you know, pulling over and like Allison Brie into the car? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it was just like, oh, really? Like, oh, they got Mark Maron for this. This is cool. Like, where's Stan? I'm like, wait a second. No, that's Stan Lee. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. They visually uh, Stan. Yeah. Um, which, which is nice in that it lets us remember him as young and vital. Which mm-hmm. also means that if we ever need to cast somebody as a stand-in and we can't get Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, yeah, we can get Mark Maron. um it's fair uh but yeah so they go to get the the pim particles they go to because they use the last of what they had to go to the 70s Mm -hmm. uh so they had to get pim particles and they had to get the tesseract oh but the scene with the pim particles yeah so there's a scene with the pim particles uh, so Cap's going to get that. Uh, they name drop somebody pretty big in that scene. 
And unless you had a captioning device in the theater, you most likely missed it. I might have the one. Braddock. Braddock? As in Bryant? As in Captain Britain. Braddock. Mm. Yes. Or, I mean, maybe his sister. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean... But However, Brian was an Avenger. Betsy was not. Yeah, understandable. Uh, Betsy was a stripper ninja. But before that, she was a superhero. Yes, she was. Uh, but yeah, so Braddock. Uh, so there's a chance it might have just been like a throwaway line, but over the last like five years, Kevin Feige's like been like he's always said. Along, uh, things along the lines of like we wanted, like we want to do Captain Britain. We want to bring a Captain Britain thing. You know, I would love to see a Captain Britain movie. It'd be weird yeah. as fuck, most likely, because it'd have heavy Arthurian overtones. But it'd be an interesting movie. Well, and that's fair. Ooh, I'm interested. Well, I mean, uh, his his powers were given to him by Merlin. Yeah. Um, also, there's. I mean, there was talk for Phase Four, uh, Black Knight. So, Ooh, Dane Whitman. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> so, that being the case, I mean, you get the two of them. I mean, I think that's a that's a good Earth based. Uh, and then you bring in, uh, you know, mutants, and all of a sudden, Excalibur doesn't look so crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it doesn't look crazy until you remember some of their films include things like the Tech uh, Tech Mark and everything. God yeah. damn, the, they they had some crazy ass villains. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Braddock gets name dropped, and they just, um, uh, and it's Peggy that's said like she's while well, she's going yeah. over the thing. Which, uh, if 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 it's Peggy that says it, that's definitely leaning more toward Captain Britain. Exactly, exactly. And but then Cap sees Peggy through the window. Yeah, and it's just and that chipped away at me a little bit more. Yep, I I I I shed a, I shed a few tears there. Um. But he gets the pin particles. I did the thing that I just did with the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, though... The... Tony and Howard Stark thing. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. That killed me. I was, I was in tears there as well, so... It may have carried over. You know, one may have affected the other. Who knows? Um, the whole seventies bit, though, was just pure. You know, two people seeing aspects of their past that shaped them. Yeah, yeah. And in a lot of ways, it was nice in that it brought Tony and Steve back together. It did. Yeah. Which needed to happen. Yeah, it brought they Tony. were like brothers. Yeah. It brought them back together. Um, once again, much like Thor, it allowed. Uh, Stark to get some closure. Yeah. Right. But not Cap, which is interesting until later. Yeah. I mean... Which we'll talk about when we get there, of course. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, For Cap, it just was another knife in his side. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they so they get the Tesseract, you know, the whole nine, right? They make it back. We are two hours and seven minutes in, so we have about an hour to wrap this up. Much like that's uh, not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, go on. Um, 
much much like Endgame itself. Like we're we're yeah. we're aiming for the three hour mark. Um, yeah, hitting the third act of the movie, honestly. Yeah, so. which is funny. Like we're, that's like pacing. Like we hour one starts to happen. Hour yeah. one like was just like all the first act shit. Hour yeah. two was all the second act shit. Hour three like. So now, all of the gems are in the present. Yes, all the gems are in the present. Which is where shit starts to really go sideways. Yes. So, I have a feeling a Ray would take issue with this. I'm, you might as well, Ballin. But one question that's been asked to me by people that have seen the movie is, if they only had one particle for Nebula to come back, how did Thanos... How was Thanos able to bring his yes. entire army? Yeah, no, that bugged me. I wanted to know where the pin particles for that were. So, a little uh, Bolin, are you? How, do you do you have any idea, or do you want to? Well, first of all, we'll, we were pretty damned aware he didn't do it through pin particles at all. Are you sure? No, I have to say I'm not sure. Okay. Well, he didn't do it through acquiring them from Earth. Yeah. Okay, so... My However... Th- my theory on this, right? And it's... I... I mean, he's got an army, and some of them have to have scientists. Also, Emini Maw. Um, yeah. And, I mean, Thanos himself was... Yeah. A, quite a brilliant person. So it is entirely possible they cracked the pin particle themselves. Yeah. Reverse engineered it. And at the same time, I mean, that's the explainer that's been given, uh, basically. Mm -hmm. And also reverse engineered, of course, the the GPS. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And Which, let's face it, they had five years to work, you know, plus to work on it. Mm Mm-hmm. They had all the time in the world to work on it and just sit there and wait. Yeah. And then just zip to where they needed to go. Yeah. They didn't have to go and collect stones or anything like that. Now, this... Time travel's funny that way. It always brings you to now. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. So... And, and... Their actions fuck the timeline more... Yeah. ...than, like, anything else. Oh, um, yeah. Because... If basically, if the baseball glove was a pebble in the river, they dropped a boulder. Yeah, exactly. Um, that much mass being transmitted through timelines. Yeah, so... N- 2014 Nebula brings in... Uh, and you said it was, you said it was five years. It, at this point... Well, five years till he catches up with where he's supposed to take, uh, go to Earth with the gauntlet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. Where he catches up with where he's supposed to be. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, but if he had this knowledge, he wouldn't, at that point, have... Um, have Ronan try to get the orb. He wouldn't have, you know, do this to try to do that. I mean, the Loki thing would have happened anyway. Because Honestly, was... uh, uh, someone who's a chess master on Thanos' level would probably still keep all the original balls in the air just in case. 
Well, the thing is, is that do they truly know which balls were played? I mean, I would do it just to make sure that I won one way or another. I mean, they have Nebula, present-day Nebula, and her mm-hmm. memory banks. I didn't understand what you just said there, Balan. What? Uh, present-day Nebula, who knows how it all unfolded the first time into 2019 and beyond. So, but, she, but she only knows part of it. Well, I mean, she's gotten a good deal of it, though, through even just, I mean, you would you would assume, I guess, that just from others talking about things, like as they're trying to, even as they were trying to figure out where the stones were and everything. And also his plans to get stones. Yeah. Yeah. So extrapolate from both of those sources, and you can probably piece together fairly well, especially for someone who knows Thanos as well as Nebula does. Fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you that. But yeah, I mean, it's just... Either way, she's a major spanner in the works. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we have uh, past Nebula bringing uh, Than- past Thanos and his army, mm. and they fuck up that compound that we've been seeing a lot of those first two acts. Yeah. They fuck that um, shit up. And they introduce a nod to the original Secret Wars comic from the 80s. With Hulk holding up the entirety of the rubble, nice as he did the mountain, uh, basically was dropped on them. Yeah. So one thing that bothered me, and people are trying to tell, like people tried to say, oh well, maybe it's like, all right, Rhodey, his suit is damaged; he has to canopy out of it. Yeah. Obviously, that suit is not fucking nanoparticles. Yeah. Where the fuck did he get the other suit from? It was an Iron Patriot suit. Mm. You could see it was red, white, and blue. I, I, I get yeah. that. I get that. But where did it come he from? It. He called it in. The same way Tony does when he needs an armor. But they were underground. I don't think Tony uses Wi-Fi. I no, no, mean, no, no, I, I, I understand that. I, I do. But I'm just saying, like, for him to, like, he, I understand calling it in. Yeah. But then. You're saying how did it get to him? Yeah, exactly. Like. Probably punch through whatever had to punch through. The, those armors are fairly tough. It's just yeah. the one that he was in was screwed up because it was crushed. Oh, yeah. No, and I get that. I, I do get that. However. I will it say nice to see it happen, but yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's much like the Professor Hulk moment. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. But I mean there's that, like Ant Man like so if it had the punch through stuff, like obviously like Ant Man it didn't punch through Ant Man. Like No. <laughs> um And him of course going giant man there to save them was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, and that was great. And not to mention then just continue being giant man all over the battlefield. Yup. <laughs> um, he must have needed a whole truck full of orange slices. Then we had... <laughs> you know, we, later, yeah. yeah, we got... And, and Thanos is just like sitting down. Like, just... Yeah. He's just chilling. Like, just get me the yeah. gauntlet. Blah, blah, blah. You know. And, and then the Trinity comes out. Yeah. And then we have mm. 
Tony, Cap, and Thor. Yeah. And Thor is just like, 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 yeah, and the skies start darkening and shit, and I'm like... And he pretty much brings down all the lightning on the planet at once in the And I was like, oh my god. And and it braids his beard. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was great. (laughs) Braids his beard. He's got Stormbreaker and Molnir. And I I liked the braided beard look. It was very... And I was just... And then the hair kind of pulled back into a half knot. It was was very Norse, and it made me happy. The only thing that I would have preferred is if he had the eye patch. That's fair. I think it's entirely possible Zach could have actually restored his eye. Fair. They were both lit up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. But I mean, Having just... Effectively, just... two Mjolnirs with them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, him, like... But to see him as King Thor with the eye patch... Would have been nice, yes. Yeah, and I... Oh, man. But I... That was one of those moments I just... I'm sitting there, I just start shaking in my sheet seat a little bit, and I like happy tears coming down, and I'm like, <laughs> I never thought I was gonna see this shit. Never. Light me up. Yeah. Oh god. That moment yep. where basically he has an armor designed to channel all the electricity into yep. the pulse. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's it's clear this is like one of those things Tony's been putting some work into thinking about. Yup. How to combine the Avengers uh, synergies, yeah. and this brings me to the the moment I was talking about where the audience cheered when you see Mjolnir fly past Thanos, yeah, and land in Cap's hand. Yup. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, that that was basically what I was doing yeah. in the theater. Fun was... fact. <laughs> Fun fact. They have revealed that uh, Cap knew he was able to lift Mjolnir at the party and didn't, so as not to hurt. Thor's feeling. Yep. And I loved Thor saying, I knew it. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. And then they <laughs> just proceed to double team from different directions with hammers throughout the fight. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. I will, oh, I will it was say. So that was like my favorite part of the movie. I, I mean, just, just the cap like fighting. Uh, yeah, just, just him fighting with using the shield and the. Yeah. He tosses. And he started. When he starts spinning the hammer, I thought he was going to throw it up and fly. Yeah. Yes, I did. I too. thought he was going to do the comic thing. Cool. Yeah. So, it would have been beautiful. So, but, but yeah, Dale. but yeah, him throwing the hammer, throwing the shield, and then throwing the hammer at the shield so it ricochets off was. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, bounce, bounce power, my sir. Bounce power. It just goes to show, though, that Cap is 100% in the moment of the battle every moment. Yeah. He's constantly thinking of new ways, new tactics, new strategies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And I mean, like, I mean, so there's that. I was just like, holy See? shit. Like, it was one of those moments where, like, I'm just like, I'm like, all right, all right, Russos. You, you've you've hurt me so much this film. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, just, I mean, and it was... Honestly, like between uh, King Thor and um, Iron Man getting powered up by Thor. Yeah. And And Cap with Mjolnir. I mean, it was such comic book fan service. 
another another thing and this is something i've pointed out to a bunch of people because they're like with okay so he can lift the hammer but why does he have lightning powers now and i go have you seen thor one and they go right why and i'm like because odin when he does his little asmr into molnir before he hurls it through the bifrost to uh to uh what was it utah um says he who is worthy shall have the powers of thor Mm -hmm. And in Thor Ragnarok, whether you like the movie or not, sorry, Balin, it is revealed that Molnir was just meant to channel Thor's powers. It wasn't actually what gave him his powers. So by wielding it, by wielding that hammer, you now have the power. You have the powers of Thor, at least while you have the hammer, you know, the exact wording. Yes. Whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Yep. That's exact wording. Yep. By holding the hammer, he wielded the power of Thor. Yep. It never says, by the way, shall take the power from Thor. No. By the way. No. He still had his power. Yep. Right. Though in, in uh though it wasn't until Ragnarok that he realized that he didn't need the hammer to yeah. right. to use his power. So it was a force multiplier. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just... And Cap knew how to use that fucking lightning, though. Like, that was, I know! And oh, I was just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah. Like, Ugh. I love I mean, it. He okay, just so brings the hammer up to the sky and, is, yeah. and pulls it down and the lightning strikes. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, oh. before Endgame, one of my favorite fight scenes is the Civil War fight scene on the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is now totally the big three versus Thanos. Oh, yeah. I I still am going to go elevator Winter Soldier. That's fair. That's a great scene. I mean, does anybody want to get off? Um, Yeah. Answer the audience. I mean, that's a good scene, yes. But, like, as far as, like, fight battle scenes, like, the blow away for I, I guess for me. Well, and and that like that's I I love that elevator scene, but that just it didn't it doesn't carry the same weight that the the airport scene from Civil War and this scene like so just kind I, of. But <sighs> at, at the same time, like from me, uh, if you'd watch, uh, if you like, now you can watch those uh, my ranking videos. Yeah. Uh, because well, you, I'm going to be doing because you guys have yes. seen all the films. Yes. Um, like End Games, End Games in that last video. It's it's in my top three. Mm-hmm. All right. It does not have the number one spot though. Uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier has that number one spot. It's For just me, this is actually my favorite MCU movie and maybe my favorite movie. Fair. I can, I can definitely see that. This is my Lord of the Rings. So, it is the most epic movie I've ever seen. So, I, I mean... I rank... I, I like I rank this a lot higher than, um, than Infinity War. By a long shot. Yeah. Um, Infinity War, in my opinion... Had way too much action. And not enough story. Fair. 
I can see that. Um, this movie, by the time, like, yeah, we got a little sequence at the beginning, and we have, like, the Battle of New York happening, but, like, mm-hmm. we're on the outside of that. Like, right. that set piece is happening, but you know what? We're over here. Like, we're focusing on the shit here, doing story stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, doing character to drive the story as, as a background filler for exactly story. and and i appreciated that yeah. so much that was more the fan service yeah i mean the, this film had more story and character development than i than we've gotten out of i mean out of the last three avengers films and by that i also include by the last three avengers films i mean infinity war civil war and age of ultron <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair Civil War was an Avengers film. Yeah. It really was. They yeah. called it Captain America, but it was absolutely film. Yeah. Uh, but, and then there's the fact that ultimately, as awesome as it is watching these three will on uh Thanos, it doesn't help. No. And then comes the transmission, Cap, on your left. Which the first time I didn't <sighs> I didn't catch, and then the second time I was like, oh, them sons of bitches. Yeah. Um, A great callback. Yeah, absolutely. To Winter Soldier. I mean, like, actually, so I saw, so I saw the movie on that Thursday. I got back, and I'm just like, how does this rank, how does this stand up against Winter Soldier, in my opinion? So I watched Winter Soldier, and it was like that on your left, and I'm like, oh, those fucking assholes. (laughs) Like, it hit me then, and then the second time, like, I'm like, before I watch the movie, I'm like, oh, this, maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I was just hearing things, and then it's just like on your left, and I'm like, oh, those motherfuckers. So, it well, is. And then, yeah, yeah. Then the portal opens. Yes. And then yes. thousands of portals open. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, in my first screening. Hmm. When the portals start opening, everybody went ape shit. Yeah. Everybody went ape shit. In the, in everybody the was just like, oh my god, like this, I mean, this is amazing. And you know what? That was a very lively crowd. They were respectful, but they were lively. Mm-hmm. And I respect what they, I respect, I respect what they did during the film. Um, the second theater that I saw it in. Remember how I mentioned it was like a fucking funeral yeah. parlor. In there mm-hmm. until Black Panther walked out. Yeah. Not the first portal. No, no, no. When Black Panther walked through the portal. Yeah. The whole crowd went cra- like not the whole crowd, but a majority of them went crazy. Mm-hmm. And then as you saw the other characters from the other portals, they booed. <laughs> when Peter Parker comes out, who in the first theater got the loudest reaction yeah, because he has that hero shot, you know? Yeah. They booed the entire time and said, get this white boy off our screen. (laughs) This is why I'm never going to that theater ever the fuck again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's that. It's just like, but it's, it's, it was the whole we get the we get the whole thing with um um the portals opening up. 
Yep. And I'm, and that's another, I start shaking and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. It's yeah, happening. Exactly. And, and everybody starts going, man ape was in the freaking scene. Yeah. Howard the oh Duck my... was in the yes. scene. Yes. Like they brought everyone. It would have been a good time to throw in a one uh, freeze frame bonus shot of Deadpool. But they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. There, right. there was like, but there was way so way too much going on. Yeah. Um. While this is happening, yeah, they've uh, uh, Hawkeye has been trying to play keep away with the gauntlet. It's <laughs> a multiplayer game. Yes, because now Spider Man's uh. there. Um. And then, of course, there's the whole like moment, which. I guarantee Ray cried during because I cried during and I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I will openly say that I'm not a Spider-Man fan. When he gets mobbed? No, when, oh, when, when he Tony, Tony, yeah. And oh, just, the hot, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like, all of a sudden, like I, I must have passed out or something. And then Dr. Strange is like, Hey, it's been five years. We gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made the sparkly yeah. thing. Just, yeah. And because remember the line from Homecoming, we're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. he, he tries to hug Tony. Yeah. And Tony because, just hugs him. Yeah. But. Well, and and with with <clears throat> Tony, like one of the threat, one of his threads the entire movie was, I lost the kid. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yep. Yeah. And it's it was just, his biggest failure, his yeah. personal failure. Yeah. Because losing you know, three plus billion people wasn't all on him. Yeah. But losing Peter, who he personally groomed, yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Oh. And who Peter saw as a father figure ever because he lost his Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Which admittedly yeah. didn't come up in the movie, but anyone who knows Peter knows that. And Stark saved Peter back in... Iron Man 2. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, there was that moment, and it was just, it was such a powerful moment. It was such a powerful moment. Um, but then we had, uh, you know, we have everybody trying to play keep away now, like with, with the mm-hmm. gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And the heroes that get, get more and more interesting. Yes. Until finally, after Spidey, after Panther and everything, you finally get down to Wanda. Oh, God. You know, I have, I don't know who you are. You will. (laughs) You took, you took something very important away from me. And I was just like, oh, shit. So since, since uh, Civil War, we had had, like they basically because Wanda was one of those characters that we realized like she is way too powerful for the MCU. Yeah, we she was, we uh, made Captain a Marvel huge yeah we made a huge mistake bringing her yeah. in. Like so, what are we gonna do? Let's give her like like this driving guilt that makes her restrain herself. Mm-hmm. Um, which was her blowing like her. Um, 
Destroying that building. Destroying the building with the Wakandan scientists in it while yeah. she's trying to contain Crossbones or, or Rumlo from uh, yeah. exploding. Yeah. But, but that, now there's no reason to hold back. But there weighs down on her so much. And now that she's lost the only she lost the only person she cared about. And for her, it's only minutes. Mm-hmm. And she is pissed. Mm-hmm. And she scares the shit out of him <laughs> so much, he calls yeah. for bombardment. Yeah, he's just like, yep. fucking... Let's let's rant down. They're like, but we'll kill our own troops. He goes, I don't care. <laughs> just yeah. right. she yeah. is Come trying on. to rip me apart. She is undoing my armor. This is not fun. And um, so the bolts come raining down, and then suddenly they redirect. Yep. And everyone's like, "What the hell is it? Are the, is there a fleet coming in? Nope. No, it's Ca- it's Carol. Hi, Carol. Yep. <laughs> and she's just ex Marvel. It was still, though, an amazing scene where she just comes oh, blazing through. it was through so beautiful. And rips through the I, shit. So, like, those three words were exactly what pops into my head, though. I was like, oh, Deus Ex. Yeah. So, to, this, is, this is me just kind of... I felt that, like, yeah, it was a, it was a fucking great shot, you know, everything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel, though, that if they hadn't done something super similar in... The Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. It would have been more powerful. The thing is, though, they had to do something similar, or it was going to be another 20 minutes to a half hour of movie. No, and I get that. But what I'm saying is... She if had to they, strip some assets off the field. Well, no, and I get that. I'm not, I'm not saying, like, yeah. don't do that shot. Yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is, they shouldn't have used that shot in Captain Marvel. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, Although it's where she learned she could do it, in my opinion. That's where that comes from. Which is why I think she's going to try something similar in Captain Marvel 2 and find out she's no longer capable. Mm, fair. Um, and it'll be a moment where basically personal character growth, okay, I don't have all this power. I'm too afraid to go into battle. Wait, this is my responsibility. I have to go into battle. And that's where she becomes a hero instead of a weapon. Well, and I mean, this is and this is my prediction. And that's that's until they decide to write it, where uh, Captain Marvel is the living embodiment of the Space Stone, and uh, Wanda is the living embodiment of the Mind Stone. Um, you know, like because they were given their powers that with by those stones. So, yeah. And from well, not let's mis- face it, Strange is pretty much the living embodiment of the Time Stone. Yeah, y- you're not wrong. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, like, I... But yeah, it basically, it could have been executed with more subtlety. Yeah. No, but... and I mean, like, you, like, for for her coming back, like, you needed a big moment. Yeah. And I'm, and as I said, I'm fine with the way it happened. I just feel that it was slightly cheapened by the fact that it was yeah. essentially the same thing that happened in, in the Captain Marvel movie. And I still say, though, that fight between her and Thanos was shades of Superman and Darkseid. And that is a, uh, a showdown because Thanos is Marvel's Darkseid. Yeah. So that fight was one that comic lovers want to see. Yeah, and I mean, it's just... And again, her no-selling the headbutt. Yeah, that, that headbutt. That oh. was a beautiful one. 
so but that came after one of my didn't that come after like one of my favorite parts or is that before one of my favorite parts what that came before because then Thanos is basically uh are you talking about um women of so power? one of my favorite one yeah of my actually favorite... yeah um you know i'm peter parking you know uh you know, hi i'm carrying you have something for me yeah yeah, basically where she's playing keep away with the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah, and, and okay. he's yeah, and then and then he's like, um, how are you going to get through all of them? And then it's like, and, and Okoye comes out. Oh, she has help, and it's like literally all the women. And I'm just like, yeah. Uh, what you mean is literally a force. Yeah. Because that's what it was based off of the comic a force. That's great. I don't know comics. I'm <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling you that. Yeah, we're educating. Yes, exactly. A Force was a comic event in Marvel where basically uh, during the uh, Battle World Secret Wars, they were basically patchworks of all different kinds of worlds were together. Uh, the pretty much every heroine they could think of, they cobbled together to a team called A Force, where the A was the Avengers A, uh, led by She-Hulk, had on a Dazzler, Medusa, the Inhumans, etc. But it was basically a team made up of all women, and that's what that was a nod to. Yes. Gotcha. The yeah, the women and women of power moment. Yes. Was just I mean that was mm-hmm. so such a powerful moment oh, because yeah. so I mean much. mostly because Marvel showed you their diversity too. Yeah, they had yeah. all these women. There were a lot of them more than I yeah. think I even realized existed in Marvel until yeah. that moment. Yeah, I mean you had Nebula and Gamora and you had Mantis, like mm-hmm. which. Yeah, I mean, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, Scarlet Witch, uh, Shuri, Akoya, Shuri. Shuri, Shuri my, my, my one true Disney princess. I mean, it's just, there's, oh, man. But the only one that wasn't there was Widow. Yep. I, wonder, I wonder how she missed that invitation. To be fair, she would have been fairly useless there. <laughs> I mean, you're not necessarily. She could have like been a tactician, and be like, let's, yeah. let's attack this. Let's attack this way. Believe me, I know how this shit works. Um, I but, mean, if Wanda, if Wanda's basically living body of the Mind Stone, she could have actually had them all like side link up with Widow di- uh, directing. Yeah, that would have been an interesting moment. Yeah, but yeah, the um, I mean, just. Coming out of coming out of the movie, I mean, I was like up until this point, I was just like, oh my god, like this is has been great. This is an amazing time, you know. I'm loving th- I'm loving this version of Thor, you know, mm-hmm. because it's funny because I would say like I had said um, because I you know previously you know there had been rumors like oh they're going to do a Thor four. And I was just like, I mean, the only place they have to really go, to go with him is like King Thor, and like Rune King Thor, like yeah, that's like the only place you have to go from there. But, I was wrong. So meanwhile, <laughs> so meanwhile, while all of this is going on, Tony steals a glance and Strange Strange holds up a single finger as if to say, "This is the one." Yeah. We we forgot the little moment where Strange explain like he goes, So yeah. how do we do this? And he goes, If I yeah, tell if you I it's tell not you, gonna it won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So basically though, you know, 
big fight where everybody's scrambling over, uh, over all over Thanos, trying to prevent him from getting the gauntlet, including Tony. Thanos finally gets the gauntlet, puts it on, and nothing happens. <laughs> and then you look over, and Tony, the gems are assembling on his gauntlet. Yep. Oh, a, speaking of speaking of the word assemble, the the yeah, that on your left yeah, where Cap uses Cap assemble, is, yeah, Avengers yes. do assemble. It finally fucking happened. Everybody, that's oh. that's another scene where everyone cheered. Yeah, and applauded. So, to be fair, in my the first screening, it was, I mean, there wasn't like it started. They did. They started applauding there. They had been applauding since that first portal opened up. Uh-huh. So, like, all the way through to that, and I was just, I'm like, all right. Yeah, another scene of applause, of course, was when Spidey came out, much like in your first theater. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, that, I mean, but then again, it was just like, as I said, like, the, the applause, hap- like, the applause was happening. Um, that hero shot happened, like, Spidey comes through, the hero shot happens, and they just got louder. Like, that's yeah. just, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm fine with this, like. But, you know, as yeah. But basically, though, you know, Tony's got the gems, and Thanos can only watch as Tony, and then the dust starts to flow. Yeah. And Thanos is looking all around at everything that he has assembled, falling to dust. And he looks over a Cap at one point, and I was expecting him to go, Captain Rogers, I'm not feeling too good. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, still too soon, dude. Still too is soon. It? And then finally, yes. Thanos starts to crumble, and that is where someone in the theater went, "Fuck yes!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, while I was sitting there, I was like, "Oh man, is Tony just gonna make him live with?" That's what I actually kind of wanted. The comic nerd in me wanted a whole thing of you know he's locked under uh, you know basically uh, so much. But then I thought, okay, he is way too powerful even without the yeah. Stones. Yeah, they can't true. do that. True. But, I mean, what, what, I do yeah. think that Tony intentionally, like... Let him until last, the yeah. last one. So, although, yeah. I, I, I mean, like... I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the school of thought of, like... You lock him and... him up on an asteroid with life support only. I mean, the mirror dimension... That, yeah. So, okay, and that is one thing that bugs me so much about every movie with Doctor Strange in it, outside of Doctor Strange. He never once uses the mirror dimension. That you see. Yeah. We're looking at it all from everybody else's mm-hmm. perspective, not oh, his. Hold on. Not true, because he used it technically in Infinity War. Yeah. He used it in Infinity War against Thanos. Uh, Thanos throws something at him, and then you see the like the the shimmer of like the mirror world like pushing back against it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, why the heck didn't he just close Thanos? Mm. I that, still that, love, going back a bit to the moment. All the energy shields thrown up by the various mages. Yes. Was actually really- yes. Um, that was really cool. One one thing that you do have to think about is Strange saw every possible scenario. 
Yeah. He's going down an exact route, ticking every box. Yes. So if the mirror dimension isn't used in that, he's not going to use it because it could throw things off. Exactly. I mean, I get that, but I'm also, I just, I just feel like it played such an important part in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm -hmm. And then outside of apparently this one little thing where he blocks something from hitting him, you just, you don't see it anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, it's, we're also not dealing with mages at that point either, you know? I mean, basically, you know, the, uh, in Spider-Man Homecoming, the AI in uh, Peter's suit actually plays a huge role, but you don't hear much from it during these movies either. Yeah. Because it's I mean, you have the them. instant kill mode. I mean, he at least uses it. Yeah. He uses instant kill mode. A.K.A. the Iron Spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you you kind of hear a little bit from the AI when he goes up into the... Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not expecting them to like have this whole huge scene or whatever in the mirror dimension. I'm just like lock some of his bad guys in there to get rid of them to to take down the forces or something. Like, come on. But so back to the actual movie, though. The the good guys have won. Yes. Yeah. And now they've got to send the stones back. So they send Cap with the stone. With Mjolnir. Yeah, with Mjolnir. Now here's what cracks me up. Okay, so he has to return the time stone, the power stone, and everything. He had to return the soul stone. Yeah. <laughs> the awkward. <laughs> he had to hand it back to Red Skull. The awkwardness of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he goes back. Welcome back, Herr Rogers. Herr Rogers. <laughs> what are you doing here? I thought I'd never had to see you again. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to return this. Uh, I don't have a receipt or anything like that, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, and it's Red Skull is, like, the shittiest customer service guy you've ever met. Well, if you have no receipts, we cannot take it back. I can give you store credit. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> it's like, I just thought about that immediately. He had to take it back to Red Skull. Yep, yep. How fucked up is that? Yep. Oh, it's but, terrific. So, and then, at the point in time, he doesn't come back. Yeah. And they look over, and he's Forrest Gump. Yeah. Sitting on a bench. Mm-hmm. Old Man Rogers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who has retconned away the entirety of Agent Carter. There is no way with her happily ever after that she worked for the OSS. Those two... Well- Okay, but see, here's where I'm wondering. What if he just did it in 1970, where she was already director of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Mm-mm. No. They show them both young. Yeah, they show them both young, and she was aged at that point. I mean, yeah. she, was, she wasn't, like, old, old, but she was... But she, middle, firmly middle-aged. Yeah. And they showed young Peggy. Yeah. Like, 1940s Peggy. So... We, we went back for that dance, like he said. Yeah, he went back for that dance, which, gotcha. I mean, I just, I, I, I fucking ugly cried. Because I was just like, oh, yeah. you, I'm like, you, you deserve it, man. You fucking deserve that shit. I am a little annoyed they got rid of the, one of the best MCU shows, but okay. So, <laughs> did they, though? So, what, uh, Agent Carter, what year, like, what years do that, does that take place? Uh, well, it's after World War II. Yes. I, I, that I know. Uh, uh, let's see. 
You're just going to be quicker about it than I am on uh, searching. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. If you want something searched, you, you ask. Yes. Okay, that's not the right. Let's see. Because we also had Madam yeah. Mask as well. Yeah. I'm, it says the Atomic Age, so I'm going to say the 50s. Okay. And at that point, Cap would definitely have been in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, what is it? Based on the vehicle out in front, I was thinking like, I was thinking like mid-50s. So. Oh, uh, no. According to Wikipedia, 1940s. Hmm. Yeah, because... 1946. 40, right after the war. But that would also be Cap winning her life at that point, because I'll guarantee you he didn't wait until after. He went back as soon as he could. True. But it could be that it was after her time in the OSS. Yes. After all, it was only two seasons. Mm-hmm. So that, let's figure two years. Maybe he went back in 1950. Maybe... He'd still be about that young. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean... It would also be. It would also give her time to kind of come to terms, as well. Because I mean, season one of Peggy Carter or Agent Carter, she was. It. She was rough. She was. Yeah. She was in a rough spot. I mean. Now. And then, oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, and then you get an interesting situation where Steve Rogers, an old man. Watches as Captain America makes his debut in the modern age. Yeah. How weird does it have to be to see you, uh, your recent uh, history? Well, not recent for him at that point, but see basically the modern history of Cap, knowing that, that everything you are about to do. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, wasn't Sharon Carter also in the MCU? As Agent 13? Yes. yes. And she was... Was she the daughter of Peggy? Uh, I think actually niece. Okay. Because I was going to say, if she was the daughter of, of him, of, yeah. uh, of Agent Well, that Carter. makes it a whole weird uh, <clears throat> you know, Back to the Future reference in and of itself. Well, you're not <laughs> wrong, but it also explains why she helped, um, helped him as much as she did. Yeah. And then... And didn't explain had, shit about why she was helping him either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, that could still work with niece. Yeah. No, yeah. understandable. Yeah. So... And I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that... Um, that, yeah, she, she stated in Civil War that Peggy Carter was her aunt. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty so, sure she called her Aunt Peggy. Yeah, but like in the comics, it's uh, daughter, right? Actually, no, niece in the niece. comics. Okay. So, you have, you know, Tony dead, and Cap's an old man, so they're written out. But before he gets written out, he passes the shield officially to Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Which surprised me. Does it, though? I expected, actually, he would have just said something along the lines of, you know, uh, you know, well, somebody needs to carry the shield, and you know, both Sam and uh, uh, you know, Bucky try and figure out who would be best for it. 
So with no, both of them insisting the other is a better fit. Well, okay. So here's here's the problem. Bucky's still dealing with the whole needing to be deprogrammed thing because he's still yeah. susceptible to mind control. Yeah, there is that. So, um, yeah. Sam, on the other hand, does have the same values of of duty. Yeah, that that Cap yep. had. So, <clears throat> but and then you get the funeral. Mm. Which, by the way, interesting factoid was shot in two D instead of three D. Yeah. Basically, so they did. Hmm? I, I'm just wondering, did I like phase out or something when we were talking about Tony dying, or did we skip no, over that? We, we kind of brushed over it, but yeah, no, it's like we don't want to get into all the feels. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, just, that was where I, I broke down. Um, hold, I just want to be sure but, because I was like, no, 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 because that was like, oh. To go oh, back. by the way, Pepper in the rescue suit. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Yep. Pepper in the rescue suit was amazing. Yep. Just, that was yep. that was a long time coming. Yes. Yes, it was. They hinted at it in Iron Man 3. Yes. And us Marvel Heroes fans. Yes. We're, have been waiting for this moment for God knows how long. Yes. Yep. Us Marvel fans have been waiting for this yes. for so long. Um, but yeah, but yeah, there were a lot of feels involved with you know, yeah. Peter and Pepper and Tony. So I will tell you another part in which I felt myself almost mm-hmm. cry. Yeah, during the funeral. Oh no! The conversation between Happy and Morgan. Oh fuck you! God. I was, I was, I was sobbing. Your your dad liked cheeseburgers too. I'll let you. Yes. I'll get you all the cheeseburgers. Yes. And I was just fucking sitting there, just like we cried. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have some cheeseburgers. Just, just cheeseburgers. It's fine. Because as everyone remembers, that's a callback to the very first Iron Man, which was the very first MCU movie, which also parallels the decision for Robert Downey Jr. to clean up his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was actually a whopper yeah. that made him turn his life around. Yeah, because he ordered a whopper and he couldn't enjoy it, mm. which is but, weird. But yeah, it's just like yeah. So Iron Man began this phase, of, this mega phase of the MCU, yeah. and he ended it. Yeah. Now there, there is a shot first of all of Peter trying really hard to hold it together. But there's another teenage boy who most nobody would actually recognize the look of. Because, because he aged with the film. I was yeah. very confused, and then, and then I did some research. Yeah. He is the boy from Iron, from Man, 3. Iron Man 3. Harley. Yep. Yes. The little snot-nosed brat, that's him. Yeah. I, uh, I thought it was kind of cool that, uh, like, that was a, that was a interesting... That, like interesting nod there seeing that I was just like oh shit like I didn't realize it like me and Storm went back and forth on that and I'm like oh fuck yeah no you're you're right when I see it when I saw it again I'm like oh shit I researched I I, I look up trivia on IMDb yeah. so I mean that's where and, a lot of my talking points came from I'll admit and um like seeing a like an actual somber Thunderbolt Ross 
Yes. Was like, I was like, whoa. Who's the yeah. remote, Ross? Uh, the asshole from uh, Civil War. The general. The one that starts the whole gotcha. Sokovia Accords yep. bullshit. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. So. <clears throat> but. And then, you know, the credits and no closing credit scene. Yeah. Except yeah. for one thing. I was, I was messing with God and Storms. A very quiet hammer clang at the very end. Mm-hmm. Which is him hammering out the breastplate from the Iron Man Mark I armor back in the original Iron Man. So, I, this is me reading too much into things. Because that's just the way I am. I, I understand that's where that sound clip's from. However, mm-hmm. we, we know how these motherfuckers love teasing shit to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, for those uninitiated, then they probably don't know about all the shit with, with Fox and whatnot. But when this movie was filmed, they were in the process of acquiring Fox. Yep. When the movie was near the end of post-production was when that deal went through. So at that point, that deal went through. That's when they could start planning and, and doing all the other stuff with the MCU. Yeah. So you can't, like, they couldn't go and pull somebody in and, like, oh, let's cast somebody real quick to play a character for a post credit scene. Also, the fact that this movie had no real post credit scenes because the post credit scenes was everything, like, like was was Great the credits. funeral was the funeral and everything that that came pa- yeah, like followed that. old man cap and the funeral were the post and credit and, and credit and um yeah. I mean well no uh, well that and the uh, uh Spider Man and Ned thing like yeah there were actually quite a few things that could have easily been a, yeah. a mid credit scene I mean I yeah, make yeah. I make the joke of like you you know you said it earlier it's like oh this is like our Lord of the Rings yeah and I go. And I'll agree with you because it also had 12 endings. Um, and it was three hours long. Yeah. Fair. Um, if you don't count the extended version. Yeah. Which I have. But, I mean, it totally destroys Lord of the Rings as far as epic battle scenes is concerned. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, I don't know. But. Anyway, back to your theory. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, we don't have Iron Man in the MCU anymore. We don't have Tony Stark in the MCU anymore. Well, we currently, we could be the new Iron Man, but he's war machine or, or iron Patriot. Like he'll probably Uh, go. To be fair, James Rhodes was Iron Man for quite some time. Fair, fair. Okay. All right. All right. Tony Stark's gone. Yeah. Uh, as of this moment, from what we know, there is no Iron Man currently. There, there. Sure. James yeah. Rode, James Rode. There's no one currently operating as Iron Man. Nobody operating as Iron Man. Yes. One of the last times that Stark died in the comics, or was he just in a coma? I forget. Uh, we got two pretty interesting Iron Men, Iron People, rather. Yeah. We had Ironheart, 
Riri Williams. Mm -hmm. And Victor Von Fucking Doom as the infamous Iron Man. That would be interesting. So, I'm not saying they're going to give us infamous Iron Man. I haven't said they're going to give us Iron Heart. But what I will say, they usually imply what the one of the next threats are going to be. Yeah. That would be amazing. Doom would be a good Avengers level threat. Oh, yes. Um I mean that's just the way I look at it. I mean, Spider-Man has fought Doom. Yeah. Spider-Man's fought Doom. Uh Strange has fought Doom. Doom winning the power of Thor would be a good Though Th- Thor is uh, Thor is part of the uh, Asgardians of the Galaxy now, uh, but that he accounts for one hammer. Yeah, whoever holds the power, you know, holds the hammer, shall be the, uh, be in the power of Thor. Yeah, and Doom would consider himself worthy. And if not, <laughs> he would just suck the energy out of it. You're not wrong. Um, he done that to the Silver Surfer. Well, and and I know we've had this discussion time and time again. When it comes down to Doom, um, we've always they've always played Doom as the tech villain, mm-hmm. and they've never dealt in yeah, dipped their toe the onto the magic side of it. Having him go after Mjolnir would be an awesome way to do that. It would be, though. Having him, I, I still like even if it's initially like a little. Um, like, we're getting a Doctor Strange too. We we know that this. Would be a way to go. We know this. Yeah. Based on the way the first one ended, we know Mordo is trying to eliminate all those because he feels that there's too many sorcerers. Yep. I still think it would be an interesting situation if that's one of those threads that pulls Doom in. Mm. Like, even if it's initially as a small cameo, and it's like people don't realize it, like... But, you know, like, you don't have to go and build up Latveria, you know? No. for fuck's sake, they didn't build up uh, Sokovia, you know. Which let's let's be honest, Sokovia was kind of like an their way of doing like almost a Latveria to begin with. But no, it was actually from the comic. Oh, it was okay. Uh, though it was a country that Ultron murdered in the entirety of mm. and arranged their bodies to resemble his face so it could be seen from orbit. Oh, fair, fair. Because Ultron is crazy like that. Mm. He basically put up a force around the entire country and went around barehandedly murdering every single citizen. That is that is beautiful. I mean, if if we think about if we think about the threats that we still have in the MCU. Yeah. That are confirmed alive. We have Red Skull. We have Justin Hammer. We have 
Baron Mordo. I mean, uh, who else? Who else do we have? Technically, we could still possibly have Ultron. You know, it's a possibility. And weren't there hints to that, like Adam guy or whatever? Adam Warlock, the gold people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think that's why they put Thor with the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the only th- like the current Guardians lineup that they have could not fight Adam Warlock. No, there there is no way. Thor, on the other hand, mm. Thor Thor could uh, especially now that he's like. He's t- he's he's done trying to be the person he's supposed to be and just being the person he is, um, and accepting that like mm-hmm. he he's far stronger now than he was at the beginning of Infinity War. Okay, um, real quick, I need to make a correction. It yes. wasn't uh, Sokovia in the comics; it was Slorenia. Slorenia. Okay. That's fair. Uh, basically, Sokovia was a stand-in for Slovenia. Gotcha. I knew Sokovia was a stand-in for something. Yeah. Um, because I was just like, I don't remember Sokovia in the comics, like, ever. Also, he had kind of like an uh, army of Ultron drones that were going around doing it. It wasn't just one robot going around doing it. <laughs> Though, I will say, that would have been pretty awesome. He, and he would. Yeah. He wouldn't care how long it took him either. So yeah, yeah, but um, but, come on. Yeah. but yeah, no, I mean, like bringing in Doom is like there's no real other threats. Like we yeah. got Adam Warlock, which Adam Warlock can be a hero. He could be a villain, you know. Uh, we have the New Mutants, which is going to be a villain to people that think it's an MCU film. Um, coming out next year, right? <laughs> Theoretically. <laughs> they, they, they've been pushing this back two years now. Yep, well, they pushed Dark Phoenix back a year and a half, so... Should have kept going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this, okay? I'm not a big fan of anyone who's ever played Jean Grey. Fair. I don't think any of them could act. That's understandable. This, if they were going to... They, they, I saw the uh, the trailer. If they were going to have the Phoenix represented by a different person in... Uh, Jean Grey's mind there, at least cast Famke Janssen. Okay. At least do that. As a, as a mythology yep. uh, reference. That's all. I, um... I don't know, like, I, I just... We've wrapped things up mm-hmm. with, uh... With the... Phase 3. No, Phase 3 ends with Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. But they have said there's going to be a Phase 4 and 5. Yes. So, but yeah. There are far more movies coming. Yes. Phase 3 officially Yay. ends, like, I think next month. July. July 2nd. Really? Because theaters around here are already fucking selling tickets for Spider-Man Far From Home. It comes out July 2nd. It's... Oh, it's May. Yeah, it's so two months. Okay, fair. Um... And I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to see it. I'm not going to see it like opening weekend, most likely. I, I'm I might. probably going to see it July third. Okay, fair. 
because Mondays and Wednesdays are good for me, and July 2nd is an actual Tuesday, and it makes me wonder why the hell they're doing that. <laughs> but, mm, because Thursday is July 4th. Yeah, I know. But and they want to try to... And the thing is, is they're going to lose out on July 4th sales. So they... Yeah. That's the main reason they're doing it. I would... I mean, I mean I'm going to... Like, there's... Because of the the trailer, uh, the new trailer that dropped of that, um, of of the new Spider-Man, it actually makes me quite excited for the new Spider-Man film. And it takes yeah. it takes a lot for me to be excited about that. Yeah. Oh yes, excited. I know. Yeah. Um, like me getting excited about a zombie movie. Legitimately, the last time I was excited about a Spider-Man movie was Spider-Man Two. Because they were bringing in Otto Octavius. And I was just and like, all right. played a pretty good Otto. He did. He really did. Though, if you can find it, the 2.5 cut of that film is way better. I will look for that. Yeah. I, Spider-Man 3 was an abomination. Well, yeah. Well, Spider, Ooh, Spider-Man yes. 3 was an abomination because as much as... You could say like, "Oh, well, Sam Raimi had to force had to use all these characters." Yeah, no, no, you're right. He had to use these characters. Originally, his his script called for the Vulture and uh, Bruce Campbell as Mysterio because they'd been setting that up the entire time. Okay, he would have been funny as Mysterio. Yeah. Well, see, and the thing is, is like Bruce Campbell had been in each each yeah. instance, like at a crucial point in Parker's life. And it was that was that was what was going to happen. That was the original plan. And you know, Sony's just like, no, uh, people like Venom, so you got to put Venom in there. And yeah, it was uh, what well, was going to be three villains. It was going to be Sandman, who was stayed in the film, uh, but he had to be tweaked massively. Yeah. Um, you had a Vulture, and then you had, um, and then you were going to have Mysterio. Turned Sandman into 1989 Batman's Joker. Yeah. But my daughter, uh, just yeah. Uh, I'm only doing crime because my daughter's sick. And, uh. and God, Topher Grace's venom was embarrassing. Yeah, uh, well, Sam Raimi's going on the record saying he never saw the appeal of the Venom character. Um, he wasn't familiar with the character, and you and know, fucking hire people who are so. He didn't want Venom in the movie to begin with. He thought yeah, that once you've got him in there, make the best one you can. It's one of the reasons he didn't end up coming back for the fourth film. Yeah. Was because Neither, neither did the movie. Well, okay, so he didn't well <laughs> Yeah. He didn't come back well, for the fourth well, film because of Sony. Sony was just like, oh, well, the last one underperformed, and Spider-Man 2 was so good. Like, you did such a good job with 2. Why'd you, why is 3 so bad? And his response is, because you let me make the movie I was making. You know? And, I mean, you can only take so much away from a director. You know? Yeah. Like, a director's going to have a vision, and if you decide that you, as, a, as, as a studio, your vision is greater than the person who's actually making the art then you got to reevaluate things because you're you're gonna lose something somewhere 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to think about Endgame right now because I'm I will fucking cry. Um, but yes, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, what I think is brilliant is the new trailer starts off with uh, Tom Holland saying, "Hey, if you guys haven't seen Avengers: Endgame." You probably want to skip this trailer until you do. Okay. Please tell me they didn't show that before Endgame. No. Good, because that would be dickish. Uh, that so, would be awful. So this trailer dropped on uh, on Monday. So um, when the, the spoiler uh, ban went up, uh, went off. That's, yeah. As soon as that spoiler ban went off, this ta- trailer dropped. For the record, I have not looked at Twitter since Sunday night. Well, I don't blame you. I do not blame you. <laughs> so yeah. The second you heard that that, that spoiler ban was going up, yeah, you were I just admit, like, "Until I see this movie, I'm not going on Twitter." Yeah. Or Reddit. Yeah. That's fair. Um. So we've we've now gone longer than um, than Endgame. So. But yeah. to be fair, we stopped talking directly about Endgame at right about the 301 mark. But technically, we did start a little bit later because of the yeah. plugs at the beginning. So yeah. So basically, sure. let's just say we did about the end game list. Yeah, we did about the end game list. Yeah. Which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Now try to sync up the movie to our podcast. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> when you hear uh, you know, the uh, the bells hold three times. No. <laughs> uh, looking yeah. forward to when we do this for Far From Home. So, you know, what, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, once, once again, like, I cannot reiterate this enough. Like, I mean, this, this is definitely, it's the strongest Avengers film. Yes. Hands oh, yeah, down. The strongest MCU film, in my opinion. In your opinion. I realize I don't feel and, and the thing is, everybody's going to have their own opinion. I mean, yeah. for, for me, Captain Marvel's low on the list. For some people, it's like really high. Like, I love Captain I'm one of them so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, you know what? Like, it's, to me, there's oh, no, some to me, to me, there's no such thing as a bad MCU film. It's just a matter of like, do, would I, yeah, exactly. if, if you, like, that's like when I rank the films, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with this film. Would I watch like if I had a choice between this and this? Would I what would I watch? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I would watch this one. Okay, so that's my twenty two. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that's how I rank them. Ragnarok, I would watch again, and I did not like it nearly as much as it's a bad MCU film. It's not a bad film. Yeah. Right. There's a difference between those two things. Yeah, I mean, like, what is it? Uh, Iron Man 3 and Thor. Like, I'll watch Thor over Iron Man 3 any day. Yeah. I mean, Thor gave us Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, My boy. But at the same time, like, once we get into, like, the top 10 portion of it, or actually top 13, like Cap doesn't show up until like the top thirteen. Like yeah. he's in all the best ones. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Like Chris Evans knocks out of the park. Yeah, I I really hope they bring him back to the MCU as well, the Human Torch. The Fantastic Four back there. Yeah, I was gonna say as the Human Torch. <laughs> 
I can deal with that. Alright, would you be awesome if they made him Reed Richards? Oh, fuck. I, I, you know what? No, don't do that to me. I'm he's like, old, he's, he's I mature enough to play the role. He, you know what? They, they have him play. I hate Reed Richards, though. They have him, Why? have him play Ben Grimm. No. And it's just Chris Evans, like, and all oh, it is is. Oh, he. Ha- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> when he swapped yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. But what I'm saying is, like, you have like the stereotypical Ben Grimm. You do him in CG, much like you do the Hulk. But then you have Chris Evans as the voice of him. Just. I mean, it'd be easy. It'd be easy paycheck for him, to be honest. I yeah. This all daytime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, fun fact, is they're still doing a Black Widow solo film. Yes. It's going to have to be a prequel at this point, I guess. I mean... I do you think it was interesting how they brought Gamora back. Yeah? Yeah. Cast Gamora, because regular Gamora is still in the Soul Stone. Yes. Well, Gamora, like... Current Gamora is still is in the atoms of the soul of the of that yeah. universe's initial soul stone. Yeah. Um. And meanwhile, Widow is with Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> Fair trade, right? No takesy backsies. Um. But I still think it's really interesting how they brought her back. Yeah, no, I yeah. I agree. I love that moment though with um, with Gamora cool. and yeah. uh, no, I'm not even getting into ah. qu- the Quill okay. stuff. Uh, Nebula and Gamora, like yeah, mm-hmm. future Nebula and past Gamora. I'm trying to kill you, you know, a few times actually. You yeah, become friends. Yeah, and it's just like you become sisters. And yeah, I, I was I fucking lost it. <sighs> I lost it so hard there. Because the writing was just so awesome in this. So, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Like, mm-hmm. looking forward to 3. I, I'm looking forward to 3 as well, because 2 was kind of a low point for me. Um, I mean, it had, some, it had some good moments, and I enjoyed the film as itself, but um, I felt I spent too much time on ego and e- like when they're on ego, yeah. it felt like a fucking time suck. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll admit that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, also, I, because I, I hate that they didn't make Shasan his father and instead went with ego. Uh, <laughs> I also don't like the fact that uh, an elder of the uh, elder of the universe is uh, is considered a celestial now. Yeah, exactly. That's you're a fucking planet. You're a celestial body. You're not a celestial. Yeah, exactly. I kind of hope that from... I kind of hope they clarify that at some point. Yeah. Um, where it's just like, no, 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 he, yeah, he doesn't represent us. Like he was just. I want to see you, Arisham, just walk in and hold his thumb down. I would. <laughs> I would love to see, um, and it's it's a shame that he's been confirmed dead. Um. I would I would have loved to see the collector come back. Yeah, I'm I mean, happy with the grandmaster not being around. I you know what I would looking forward like like I think 
when it comes to like the threats, like we're not going to get like a, a huge scale threat. Like, uh, like we, we got with these last two Avengers films. Yeah. They're going back to more earthly threats. Yes, well, your Magnetos, your dooms, that level. Well, yeah, I mean, you got, like, now they have the rights to use that. I mean, your Namors, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at the same time, we can also deal with the cosmic side of it, too. Yep. We have our Guardians. We have uh, technically Thor. Um, and then we also have uh, Carol, you know? Yep. Who hope- I know we're coming soon. Yeah. Carol, please. <laughs> Carol, please nerf. Like, just too OP. Like, it's just... Yeah, I, I would actually like that. I mean... You know what? I would like to see... Oh, that's perfect. The Nova Corps got decimated. What if she gave some of her power to cause a rebirth of the Nova Corps? Maybe. Possibly. Um, I mean, we also... See, the way I... Okay, so this is me being a dick. We have the X-Men now. Yeah. We we have the X-Men now. Mm-hmm. What X-Men is known to fuck up <laughs> Carol Danvers something fierce? Yeah, there is Rogue. Yeah. 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 She could bring her down to more earthly power levels. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but at the same time, like, yeah, Rogue does get, like, this huge power surge. But all she retains, really, is strength and uh, and flight, you know? Yeah. And limited invulnerability. Yeah, limited. Lim- yeah, okay. limited. Hell, Anna Paquin is on record as saying that the reason why she didn't want to do any more X-Men films is because they didn't allow Rogue to be a flying brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got news for you. The power stealing is not the most interesting part of Rogue. No, it's not. It's her ability to punch through Sentinels by flying through them. Yeah. Or almost kill Gambit every time she can. <laughs> well, to be honest, that's just a that's a public service, not a super power. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean that's how we like Rogue is how we take care of. The Carol problem. Yeah, that could be it. That's, I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Unless, like, I... unless Captain Marvel 2 takes place, like, is another one of those prequel films. Um, so it takes place, like, let's say this one takes place in the 2000s or whatever. And dealing with the more, like, more of the Skrull army. And maybe bring back Lee Pace as Ronan to go and say hi and have a cup of coffee like he did in fucking Captain Marvel. <laughs> I need to put on my face. Okay. I, I will see you in Guardians Volume 1. Have fun. <laughs> like, it'll be fine. I'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> like, Um... Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, we got, that's the biggest thing, though. Like, we need to, we need to, to bring her power level down. Uh, yeah. We need to, we need to build out more of the cosmic universe. You know? I think that, yeah. 
What were you going to say? I think the main reason why I like the idea of her powering up the Nova Core again mm -hmm. is it allows you to partially depower her, but still do it in a heroic way instead of having something robbed from her. I would much rather have something robbed from her, to I be honest. But I'm saying as a storytelling device, I honestly think her willingly giving something up, basically saying, I can't be out there to police all these worlds by myself. The Nova Corps being back would be a much better way to handle this. Though, I mean, we could both potentially get get the win on this one. Yeah. Because, okay, yeah, she does the, the Nova Corps thing, right? Yeah. Depowers herself a bit. And it's still really powerful when Rogue tackles her. And yeah, and then Rogue yeah. puts her in a coma. Just saying. I mean, it's puts her in a coma. and But the thing is, she haunts Rogue. And the thing is, you use that as a way to introduce mutants. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, introducing mutants is going to be difficult. Because it's like, well, how do they exist if, like, they haven't existed previously? I mean, Spider-Man Far From Home is probably going to explain that a little bit. Fucking up the timeline could introduce mutants, honestly. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you're fucking like. Let, let's let's put it this way: you're you doing that is fucking with reality. Yeah. And time, power, and we mind. and we <laughs> know the multiverse exists because of Doctor Strange. Yep. I'm just saying. What if? I love those words. What if? Potentially, their actions is what causes, you know, the, the, the actions of Endgame. The, you know, that final snap, you mm -hmm. know, which created all this divergent timeline bullshit and set the, the uh, uh, MCU into a different course, onto a new designation, all the other stuff, right? Yeah. What if that is what kind of gets things? I mean, the MCU has Inhumans. Whether they want to admit it or not, they have Inhumans. Yeah. The MCU also has, I mean, has the potential of, of the X-Men. I mean, technically Scarlet Witch and, uh, and Quicksilver. Because in one of the books that was released, an official Marvel book about the MCU and the characters, they specifically call out that the Mind Stone didn't bestow powers on Wanda. It helped unlock powers. Hmm. Which is their backdoor way of, of mutants. Yeah. So, I'm just, yeah, I'm, oh man. I'm, I don't want to say I'm so ready for the next one, but I, I am. I'm ready for the fucking next oh, one. Oh, yeah. It, it's just going to be so, honestly, I, I'm, I'm boggling to figure out where it's going to go from here because that was so final feeling. So, for that, lineup of avengers it definitely was final exactly um i mean there's still hope 
of having Steve come back as Old Man Cap, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I would fucking love. I would love that so yes. much. Yep. Um, so, th- I mean, there is that possibility down the road, like not right away. Especially, especially since his wife is no longer with him. He has to do something to fill the time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but then you also have, um, I mean, there's that. That's one thing I could see happening. Um, we can have Carol help set up Sword, you know? Maybe. Oh, I would so love that. And here's something. If you've got shield and sword, armor would be a good way to introduce the mutants. Yeah, armor would. I mean, if you bring in Norman Osborn, maybe we can... I mean, shield is... I mean, shield's been a thing for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's time to bring out Hammer. I'm just... Or, uh... Yeah. Yeah. But Which then, sadly, he stood for anything. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just like, oh, we'll just go it. I mean, he said it did, but when Victoria Hand asked, what does it stand for? He said, yo, get on that. Yeah. And that's the last we ever heard <laughs> of it. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Um, but I mean, I could see them doing, like, we have a two year hold on the Netflix characters. So there's that. Um,. They will, Marvel will have the rights back to uh, Defenders before any of the other properties. Uh, Because the, as much as I enjoy Luke, Matt, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones, they're they're not the Defenders. (laughs) Not anymore. I mean, even, like, to me, the Defenders, you got Hulk, you got Strange, you got Surfer, yeah. and you got, you got Namor. Yep. I mean, that's, that's the Defenders I remember. Yeah. I mean, we've teased Namor in Endgame. We already have... I've really got to pan out. <laughs> we already have Hulk and Strange. And now we just got to get uh, Surfer, which we have the rights for. Which also means we gotta we gotta expedite Galactus, which I honestly I see Galactus as more like a phase five threat. Yeah. Cause phase five I could see that being a thing like we've given the Fantastic Four at least this this would be like it would be their second movie in phase five. Because I I have a feeling we're gonna get a, a phase four um Fantastic Four. It's just too perfect. I really want to see Galactus come in on the fourth film. Just for the symbolism. I could see them starting to drop hints about... Oh, yes. Around the fourth film, yeah. Because we don't even know what the lineup is yet until San Diego Comic-Con, or is it D23? I forget which one they're going to be announcing the the next five years of uh, the Mm -hmm. MCU. So... I just love the fact that we're still talking about the next five years. Yes. Yep. Shit is crazy. I, again, if you had told me 15 years ago yeah. that this was a thing, I might have believed it walking out of Iron Man 1. I would not have believed it 15 years ago. Well, see, I mean, that's, that's a thing. Like, 
because 15 years ago was Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, God. Yeah. If, yeah, if you, if you... <laughs> Yep. I saw that movie in fucking theaters. Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, fuck my life. Those were, those were what we had 15 years ago for Marvel. Films. Yeah. Daredevil from Fox. Which the director's cut isn't bad, but we didn't have the director's cut back 15 no, years ago. And Electra wasn't good either. Electra was dog shit. So, I mean, this is what we had for the, for the MCU. Didn't we, didn't we have uh, Blade? In the, or in the late 90s, I believe, yeah. Well, um, still. I mean, Blade oh, yeah. existed. It existed at that time, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was still something. Yeah. We should probably wrap up because we're at yes, we should. three and a half hours. Yes. Yeah, we're rambling now because we're, that's we're, what yeah. happens. Yeah, because we're still, like, buzzing uh, with, with excitement. So, But anyway. It was amazing. It was awesome. Yeah. It was yeah. Earth's Mightiest Movie. It's uncanny, those uh, words that you're, you're throwing out. Incredible. Oh, absolutely. Spectacular, even. <laughs> oh... But anyway, guys, thank you very much for joining uh, for joining us for this spoilerific, uh, yes. giant-sized episode of Pod Errors. Uh, we'll catch it's you. Been wonderful sharing it with you. Oh yeah, absolutely. For Dorky Ray of Dragon Hordes of Dragon's <laughs> Horde Creations, Enthraballin of Thraballin Gaming, yep. Todd of the Precipice Podcast Network. Let's thank you guys for listening, and hopefully, you guys have a great night or day, whenever you're listening to this. We'll see you next time. Later. Bye.